Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla, and today I am here with Sammy. Hello. And Maria. Hola. And today we are starting a very fun, very special project that will be continuing through August of this year. Um, we had a teased that it. Might make us lose our minds. It is already kind of making us lose our minds. But we had teased it back in our reacting to K-pop on Popular Opinions too, where we were like, "Hey, if anyone out there wants like an iceberg of K-pop scandals, let us know, and we'll do that." And we had immediately decided after we finished recording that that we were going to do it anyway, regardless. But we did get a comment saying it would be cool, so that gave us a legitimate excuse. So now we're here. So I introduce to you the K-pop scandal iceberg. Today will be only tier one of the iceberg. We will be doing eight tiers of this iceberg, and one episode over the next eight months. So one episode exactly. will come out every month until August. Essentially, what we decided with the iceberg is they're going to go down in, um, like, the less well-known the scandal is, the farther down it is on the iceberg. Also, also, 18 disclaimers. First Multiple off, this disclaimers. is only, first off, the time frame of this scandal iceberg is only up until twenty the end of 2021. Yes. No scandals of this year will ever be covered because, dear God, that's impossible. We're not, I am we not don't also feel omnipotent, like we so also, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, so things are have already happened this year that could have been on that here. That are not here. We're not going to put them here. We will make an update to the scandals next year. We're working on a separate project for the 2022 things that's also making me lose my mind. Yes, yes. But it's working oh, on it. Also, a so, couple disclaimers as to what will be on the iceberg. Number one, we decided anything that involves the death of a celebrity is not a scandal. So nothing, no, it is none not. of those will be anywhere on the iceberg. Um, number two, this is not an extensive list of K-pop scandals. There are a lot of scandals. We can't cover every single one here. Um, we tried to go with the most notable scandals. Yes. We tried to go with the scandals that people have heard of and possibly want explained or possibly don't understand fully because there's things on here that I was like learning about. And then we confused also, greatly while we confused with researching this. Exactly. Also, yeah. You will see, especially with the upper tiers, that we have broad spectrum of broad. scandals. For example, our first one is, for example, racism. We're not going to cover every instance of racism in K-pop. What we are going to cover are broad examples. Obviously, they are not going to be every example, but just that these are scandals and they exist. Yes, also, yes. theoretically... A lot of these are not actually scandals. A lot of these are bullshit. We are aware they are bullshit, but if they are a bullshit K-pop scandal, still counts as a scandal. Correct. So yeah, some of these, of these are very actual. much more serious than others. Some of these are kind of like a joke, and some of these are like very serious repercussions are happening for them. So mm -hmm. wide range of stuff being covered here. Uh, the last one I want to say is that we did not write this scandal iceberg in mind for people who don't care about K-pop and don't know about K-pop because I know a lot of videos of this type are written that way. And we obviously, all three of us, are very into K-pop and we kind of went into this writing the script and everything knowing that the people are kind of thinking that the people listening would also know about K-pop. So all of this like 
garbage stuff that people always bring up when they talk about all oh, the dark side of k-pop like you know slave contracts plastic surgery like the beauty standards all of that like a lot of these will be mentioned as aspects of other scandals yes, but they will not like be specifics. the main scandal talked about but exactly. also a lot of those that a lot has those been covered too. enough yeah a lot of those topics that people tend to bring up are just also commonly associated with potentially issues with korean society in general so it's not just exactly. limited to just k-pop and you know? while that can technically be considered a k-pop scandal it is such a broad topic that is more of that could more easily be covered as an intro to k-pop situation mm-hmm. yeah this, this is, is not, not an intro to k-pop that. course mm-hmm. this is for people who already have a basis in k-pop and also have sort of a basis in the news if you are I guess. a baby k-pop fan Maybe this will help you a little bit, mm-hmm. but this is not going to be your crash course into everything about Korea. You kind of need at least a basis understanding of, like, how groups are formed, how, like, the basics you got to know. Yeah. And maybe and some other things. like a level two course. And maybe some other things, it's too, not, like, it's not a, how, um, maybe not too in-depth, but a general observation of how maybe certain scandals are viewed by say the korean public and to why oh, yeah. they react to them while you know say for example this will be a topic that will be mentioned too but drug scandals certain types of drugs that the are taken by celebrities th- are yeah. seen as more intense in korea than say in other countries that's last that's yeah and lastly is. we are also coming at this from the international fan perspective mm-hmm. korea obviously has a very different uh reaction to these scandals we going to mention them do that is not if you want a korean's perspective on these scandals we three people here who none who of us never are korean been to south korea who have never been to south korea, korea can't speak korean at all period. and none of us are korean no. in case you were not aware of that none of us are korean um so we can't provide we that for we you cannot here. provide that context yeah. but most all of these scandals have been very well documented uh Go on and do your own research. That is all I can say is mm-hmm. please do your own research if any of this seems to be uh, of interest to you. And I would say, yeah, too, on that note, as, as like one more thing, too, before we go off into it, um, just like, yeah, there, we're going to get into some probably as as it goes on. There's going to be some dark topics that we'll talk about and some like pretty messed up stuff. So I mean, there's I would, dark topics in True, but I would say for certain people, especially if there's, I don't know, could be a young kid around listening to this, but like, I would say listener's discretion is advised probably for certain topics, Again, but all the just tiers are <laughs> on screen now. Yes. If anything here you think is possibly triggering or you would not like to listen to, either skip it or possibly this isn't the video for you. I'm sorry. Right, because this is, at the end of the day, this is like a scandal iceberg, so the topics generally that are going to be in each episode are can get pretty dark so that's just like a general warning for every single episode we're going to be doing in this series. And again, I don't think any of us want to jeopardize your mental health. That's always the most important. If you don't think that you can... If you don't want to, if you don't think that that's going to be something that brings you any kind of enjoyment, that's what this podcast is for. It's for enjoyment. If you don't want to be here, oh, please go ahead. Yeah. No hard feelings. Oh, yeah. Take care of yourself. We will not be upset if you Mm -hmm. just decide to skip this series because Mm -hmm. of that. Um, On that note, let's begin with the very easy topic of racism in the K-pop industry. Oh, boy, the racism. So K-pop has a very long history of racism. Both, like, racism and xenophobia against, like, people within the industry, and a lot of 
racism against specifically there's a lot of racism against everyone literally everyone it is kind so, of an aspect of k-pop that has always been there and doesn't yeah. seem to be going away going anywhere it it has it has yeah. evolved i think since like when k-pop has started but it's just it's kind of there in different better. it's gotten better but it's just there in different forms now i yeah. think and to but be honest i'm not surprised very, that it exists and it's not like considering that this is a very like uh, the term is like you know most of 98 of like korean of like the korean citizens the type of people that live in korea them in japan in particular like the overwhelming majority of the population almost close to 100% is ethnically korean oh, or japanese yeah. so it's oh, like yes. mm-hmm. yeah this is kind of not really surprising unfortunately cuz it's kind of like you know but the the issue at times with k-pop especially when it becomes a global market which exactly. it is trying to be yeah you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can. That's, I think, the main issue with K-pop and a lot of these K-pop racism scandals go down to you can't have it both ways. You cannot have a uh, music market that caters greatly and takes heavy influence from other cultures, especially, I'm going to say it, black culture, but also have artists that blatantly don't know the basis of where any of this comes from and blatantly disrespect it. Now, there is also a thing we have here for cultural appropriation, especially with a lot of K-pop hairstyles are deemed not great. I'm looking at the dreads and the braids yeah. at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. a whole a other... That's a, that's, that's, that's a, a whole problem. debate where some people go problem. in between of, like, whether it is or whether Again, people are I am blocking. Not, also, it's, a, it's, uh, a mess. Point, it's a mess. Point to make, none of us are black. Yeah, no? exactly. Can I speak to cultural appropriation exactly. in that way? Also, no. That is for, again... There's a lot of people, a lot of great K-pop creators who've talked about that. Go look to them, especially for the cultural appropriation debate. We just want to mention that there. It's definitely, like it definitely exists, it. and it's definitely still an ongoing it conversation among, like, a lot of the Fans, international K-pop and... community on whether or not it's okay or not. And it's, I don't think that there is a like a just a blatantly correct answer for it. Yeah, it's it's a complicated issue, especially with it's it, especially with the K-hip-hop scene. I think, based from what I have perceived, I think a lot of, like, artists that have done, like, braids or dreads and, like, what is considered to be a quote-unquote black hairstyle, um, I feel like a lot of it's doing it because I think they feel... I think a lot of it's based on what they've seen, like emulated and like rappers. Again, in the you're West. taking so inspiration kind of like, from. Western so they think rappers. like I think it's part of it. Also, it's like oh, you're not a legit rapper until you look the part too. I think in some weird twisted way, I think that's part of the reason. I why. also think that there's a part of it that is just and it's unfortunate to say it, but it is also ignorance. Yeah, a lot of oh, it's yeah. very oh, easy yeah. to look at it and take it and without much thought and again not saying it's right to do this but i feel like a lot of because we're going to get into more specific examples of k-pop racism and i do find that a lot of them seem to come more from with exceptions especially for the ones that are american uh those are a completely different topic but especially for the korean ones a lot of it comes from ignorance of the fact that you have heard something you repeat it but you didn't care to educate yourself about the topic or no one has educated you. Again, I do not think that gives you a pass to do hateful things. No, yeah, it doesn't. But it is an explanation behind what is being done. Is it a good thing? No, not saying that. But is it, it's an explanation. For example, we have a couple examples here that we can talk about. Yep. 
um, Mamamoo did his cover. And this is a problem that has been happening with a lot of, not saying Mamamoo is the only people that have done this. There have been countless examples of other people, but the most notable one in recent years has been Mamamoo, who did an Uptown Funk cover wearing blackface. Now, blackface has been a contentious topic for years now. That's also still a big problem problem in conversation in like Korean variety shows as well. And oftentimes it's not the idols doing it. It is comedians doing it. So it doesn't get that much of international attention. Yeah. They don't get as much international attention because they are not international figures. Uh, When idols do it, obviously it is more of a problem. And this has been a thing that's been going on for years in Korea. So it's not, but it's not a good look. It's not, and I, I think this is, like, where it's, like, a lot of the stuff and a lot of the racism stuff can happen because of ignorance, I think. I think that for Mamamoo, I don't think they had any bad intentions with it, but I do think it was, like, they just really had no idea how that would be viewed mm-hmm. in, like, I think the, the international process was they want to how, look, like, yeah. I think the thought process was they probably want to, quote-unquote, look the part, a.k.a. look similar to yeah. Bruno Mars, which I'm pretty sure like, that's what they said in their apology too, <laughs> that they just wanted yes. to look more like that, and they didn't realize the repercussions. And yes. sort of yeah. like the sort and of then again, how problematic I think that it could that, have been. Again, it also then boils down to the same thing that always happens of yeah. K-pop being: you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. You can't. No. You cannot be an international music market while being uh, internationally problematic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the um. While we also um, there have just been countless instances of the N word being said. Um, you can even go back recently, to 90s K-pop. Very, SM Entertainment. I mean, I, again, I want to talk about, because this has been something, because in our podcast, we've even been scared of this. Because I remember when um Oh my god, the cover Golden of Child, on, 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 yes. on Roads of So one of yep, our yep, first yep. series we did on this channel was reviewing all the episodes of uh, Road to Kingdom. And on that show, Golden Child was on and they were covering... Uh, T.O.P. by T.O.P. By Shinwa. Which is Shinwa's breakout and in song. In that song, Shinwa says the N word. Specifically, blatantly. The N word. Specifically, not Eric, the, who the, grew up in the States, says the N word. Yes. Yeah. And it's yes. like, I don't know why on earth he thought that was I don't okay, know why. And this was in the 90s. And this isn't yeah. the only, like, this this isn't the only song. SM song, too, that has an N word. And there's an HOT no, song. But there are, especially so SM, in the, what the early fuck? 90s, especially in the 90s, K pop songs did use to use that word. Now they've knowingly now do not use it. I would hope that all the music producers now know that that's not a thing. You that's can not a word anymore. you can use. Yeah. Yes. So, and we were scared of like, oh my God, is Golden Child going to say the N word on television? Mm-hmm. They did not. They did not. That they entire not. part of the there song was, was just no. cut out. So it was fine. But it's, po- but it could it have happened. And, and I was, was really a, concerned was about fear it. We had. We, if you can go back to that episode, I think it was like episode three or four of that series. Oh, I remember being terrified of and that we happening. Were God I was scared. like, oh my God. We prayed. We were praying it didn't happen. We but pressed, um, especially recently, more of the issue with that is that especially in um, second and third gen era, there would be instances of them saying it, not in their music, but just saying it. Per- we have an example here of Bam Bam um, from God 7 were they were on tour in America and they were at Mark's family's home and they were hanging out in Mark's pool with his family and his American friends. Mind you, Mark 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 comes from a very rich family. He comes from a very rich family and he has a lot of all the friends in that pool. There was not a single black person in that pool. Not that there being a black person there would have made it better. 
It wouldn't have. No. But there was not. There was no one present that. And he said it in the pool. It was actually a really candid video. It was something we were never supposed to see. This was not a JYP thing that they put out. I think it was Mark's friends Mark's that friends, put it out. Because Mark's friends Mark straight has terrible up friends. tricked Bam Bam into saying it too. Like knowing it was bad. They and they and probably them knowing that Bam Bam didn't know that it was bad. They like tricked but also him into possibly that it. he. But also possibly him knowing that it was bad, but doing it in a crowd of people he thought he was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Who's to Probably say what so the context Because after this point, Bam Bam has also admitted to saying it multiple times in the mm-hmm. past as well. Yeah. Um, I do think that there is, uh, for that, it's, that is sort of a thing that a bunch of people have had to apologize for. RM has had to apologize for it. Oh, yeah. I think a bunch of rappers have had to apologize in for it. In recent yeah. days, a lot of idols have been getting in trouble for lip syncing it and lyrics mm-hmm. to songs that they hear because they obviously play Western music like pretty often. Yeah. And of course, if so, you listen to like hip hop or, you know, R&B and it's a person it. who's so black, someone's going to say it. They're thinking, oh, it's a song lyric. And, and it's yeah. one of those like oftentimes the brain tricks you kind of yeah. feel and like your brain. Is, it's like, one it's of those where it's also like, yeah, probably on the safe side, don't sing along to it yeah but also there's a lot of them especially the ones that do speak english who very blatantly make it a point to not say it they make it a very good point especially now i think that they are getting to a point where they are very aware of that word and as time goes on i don't know if the scandals almost get less excusable because by I now, I think so. Because K-pop is so international now, and so yeah. many of these groups, I think, are specifically catering to an international audience. That I feel like, especially like now in days, it should be like we should know better. Than yeah, because I know that recently, I think it was one of the Espa. Was it Giselle Espa I, that it was, had the I problem? Think it was one of them. I think it might have. It been was G- one of the Espa. One of I believe it was Giselle. Oh, really? yeah. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I will put a correction. But yeah, and they, th- and then there's always the debate of did they say it? And well, some, there's well the other thing too is some of these really good English speakers also probably might have ended up going not to an international school in like the states or the UK. It might have been an international exactly. school in another country. So the some thing of them is, might I not do feel like class number one of K-pop should be, hey, we shouldn't have this problem anymore. Just don't say it. Yeah, that should be class oh, number yeah. one. If you're K-pop just don't do it before you don't learn how to do it. It's like, here's don't what Western it. fans get angry over. Don't do any of those. <laughs> and like, really, you Honestly. can sort of um, between the dreads and again, not saying the cultural appropriation's OK, but like there's a debate there with that word. Just don't say it. You're going to be wrong. It's going to be not the correct place to say it. Don't say it. Uh, the other thing is oftentimes um, uh, we have this other example here of just more to the um uh not american but raised in the west who should probably know better Mm -hmm. so in 2018 wendy from red velvet was on a variety show and did a racist uh stereotypical impression of a black woman now i do know there is debate but then again there's always debate because people will always come out to defend their faves so i don't know yeah that one it's like a lot a lot of this stuff is like there's still just even ongoing Debate. debates about it on whether or not people think it's okay or not. And again, it's like really not the place of like any of the three of us to say that it is or isn't either. Again, we are just telling you what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also very much ask, and I know I'm 20 minutes in, but please let's all be civil in the comments if anybody wants to comment. Yes. Uh, we will delete you if you are vehemently hatred 
if you have hatred we'll probably just any ban group you. of people. We'll probably just ban, ban you from the channel and we'll yeah, be done please. with it. So please don't be active. Have your opinion. Have your thoughts. Do not be hateful to people. Insult me all you want. I don't care. But do not insult an entire race, religion, sexual orientation. Just don't insult other people. Let's be kind. Please. Let's be good people, okay? Yes. Um, one aspect of the racism that is more sort, it's more sort of like, like instead of it being a Western problem, this is very much a more like Korean specific problem is colorism. And oh, yeah. that's because there is essentially a light skinned beauty standard in South Korea mm-hmm. and in a lot of other Asian countries. And so essentially a lot of idols who have darker skin get made fun get of on variety shows for it by their members by their own by members. Other members this is by group. like people who are they are friends with and like these are their roommates these are their friends their members, and we just make jokes out of it and we're joking this especially used to be a much bigger problem uh in second gen k-pop yeah we have two of the main examples here but this happened to most of the dark if you can think of a a group that had one darker skinned like one darker quote-unquote darker skinned member or someone who was slightly more tan than the other ones then they were probably had received those comments either from presenters interviewers and probably from their own members oh yes um the two main examples we have here are uh, N from Vix and Kai from EXO, who were, I think, the two most famous people who are ridiculed mercilessly. The, the, I, Vix, I could almost the say. Vix with N is just horrible. Like, I, re- I watched a lot of, like, N, so like, Vix variety yeah. stuff, and it is just, like, a constant there with all of them. It's like a never, they it's like a really bad joke about, that you keep repeating constantly when it's just, keep, like, it's not funny. But the, the, everyone keeps it's laughing at it, yeah. so you wonder oftentimes, because... I, I, we all three of us sort of got into K-pop really in, it was third gen, but I really liked a lot of second gen Same. groups, yeah. so I would go yeah. and watch mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff, and it was just that kind of comedy that I was just very uncomfortable with, even when I was watching it, that I'm like, is this a joke that's funny to a Korean audience? And it does seem like it was, because it kept happening. Oh, yeah. It's like a weird form of, like, but, physical comedy, almost, by mockery. In a way, but it's you more know. like they just keep describing... I, um, There was this one specific instance where they were talking about a music video, and Vix, and they were talking about having to always change the lighting when N was there, and it's just that, con- and just that constant, constant... It's the one thing yeah. you can keep making fun of, and it's just very off-putting. I have a very vivid memory of an episode of Weekly Idol where they were doing, like, a weird, like, Pictionary game, and mm-hmm. one of the things that the, uh, Leo had to draw was N, and so he literally just drew a black circle on a stick, and they apparently got that that was N, like, immediately. Because that is just the joke that is there, always. And in my personal opinion, N and Kai are not that tan like tan i don't think so when you stand them in when you stand them in the line comparing them to the rest of the members of their group they do look significantly darker yeah but also they're not that dark but they're not really with recent not really but it's just i think it's just like i guess it's because of like a comparison to like everybody else who's in the group and yeah, I guess it's just a thing that stood out enough about them that that is just kind of and that's where what the they just sort of made fun went. of. Yeah, 
Especially when you don't have anything else. To and do the things with. with Kai not saying too that these groups is that aren't funny. Kai, like obviously the- EXO is like a second gen group. The stuff with Kai happened in Super M too. Like we're still they making did. fun of they him for that in it. recent days. Yeah, it kept be. It, I think it's a joke that she's never gonna die. I like that, especially recently, we sort of embraced the like darker skinned idols, like with like your Huasas and like with all of this, and people do love like the unedited photos. That's great. Wonderful. Love, love embracing all our natural beauty. Mm-hmm. But this stuff was a lot, and it's still kind of happening much less now, but it's still something that gets brought up, especially in, like, Korean interviews. Yeah. That are and made for the international market. And that is, I think, very much, like, a product of the beauty standards being, like, very light, mm-hmm. like, pale skin as, like, the ideal. And that is, like, even people saying that, like, bringing up the opposite where like people have like pale skin automatically seem to be like more desirable and prettier that also happens a lot recently yeah. in a lot of shows like i just watched singles inferno and it was happening oh, there yeah. so that oh, is yeah. like a really a society it's, thing de- it's, well. it's, it's, it's definitely not just yeah. tied to korea though it's definitely like a i, I get the vibe it's like it's an asian beauty generally yeah i think a lot of it ties like, into like the whole kind of ties in what classism in a way of like you had pale oh it is it's entirely that's why i think where it stems because skin. again yeah again darker skin you were working in the sun longer if yeah. you were pale skin you were never you didn't have to work so yeah. you are rich that's kind of thing I think it's I like that weirder think, lore that still ties in with I do think that beauty. it is very good that we are sort of moving away from that. I do think yeah. that we have made great improvements in this type of scandal where I don't think we are seeing as much of these uh, racism scandals or colorism or any of this happening as often. I do think they are just changing. I do yeah. think that it is just evolving. It, it'll never go away. I hope it does, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, like I don't think it's going to go away entirely ever. But I do think mm-hmm. it's it's definitely has been better in recent years mm-hmm. for sure. And the last thing before we move on to our other topic is uh, th- I just want to mention the cultural appropriation of other cultures. I know especially with like some like Indian culture and like Hindu culture. Oh, that's like, true. There have been scandals about that. That happens that a lot. Yeah, I think there was, like a G- a there was like a Giotto performance. I remember at like an award yeah, show was- and it was something about I think the either the music or the background that looked like yes a mosque um, or something. i have even Giotto less... has a lot of problems with that yeah i, think, I feel like it's the, I, have... I, think, I think the cube's on some weird trend where they try to fit that as like yes their aesthetic, and, uh, and it's like that is know. also not okay yeah. i just think that we are all even less equipped to talk about that type of oh, cultural yeah. appropriation oh, yeah. than the type of cultural appropriation we're talking about mm-hmm. i wanted to mention it but there are much better people, much more qualified people to talk about that with more depth and oh, yeah. uh, tact than us. So uh, please go find that information. Just wanted to mention that that is also happening. It's cultural appropriation to all cultures. Yes, yes. Which is unfortunate and should stop, please. <laughs> to move on from the very fun topic of racism into the even more fun topic of drugs. Um, Great. There's a lot of drug scandals that happen from a Western point of view. Um, these don't matter. They're not, Most of these they don't do matter. not matter at all. Most of these, um, of these do not matter. They're a big, big, big issue in Korea. Um, but oh, yeah. in, from a Western standpoint, a lot of them are about marijuana and other so just like really, recre- one of have... Park Bombs is about Adderall. So and then uh, Bi's is about LSD. Yeah, and then recently, so, like, and then there not, was like a like no one's doing meth. Yeah, in K-pop. Well, like, someone we was accused of doing yet. fentanyl. Someone, 
that's different that is, a little bit but it's still nonetheless a bad drug but. it's not great but like i'm just saying for the majority we're talking weed and well from yeah. a western perspective this doesn't matter to us we do have to realize that as western fans we are going into a music industry that while being made for us is also not made for us yeah that is something that as a k-pop fan i think you realize is that yes uh they do want to cater to a western market but also at the end of the day, they're still Korean. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they still have to, like, this is their society, and we are just becoming a part of that in- entertainment industry. Still, the majority is Korean. Mm-hmm. So you do have to look at their value. And all of these things are aspect. still illegal in Korea. And it is still Ill- it is still breaking the law. Yeah. So I guess we're just, just, just to go chronologically with a few of the more major ones... Um, You'll find a lot of them involve the uh, company of YG Entertainment. Yep, yep, Seems yep. to be a consistent uh, thread there. <laughs> consistent thread here. So the no, first one we have was probably a little bit lesser no, but in 2001, Psy got arrested for weed use. Um, it got no really traction because Psy um, was not popular that popular back in 2001. Also, K-pop was not big in the international audience in 2001. You'll find that Ka, uh, that Psy is the reason K-pop now is quite is a contributing oh, reason why yes. K-pop is currently now popular. Yes, so yes, yes but... I think that one was kind of swept under the rug. Was this? He was in YG at this no, time. No, right? he was he was not. That in was YG. before that was YG. Years yeah. later. So this is even before this, he was in YG. So this is before Psy did. The sad thing about this case though is that his big. grandfather died during this, and he was not able to attend the funeral. Which I'm like, oh, oh that's really that sad. Sucks. That's that is sad. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, this was illegal. He only he, he only got it. He was only yeah. in jail for 25 days, so it wasn't. Terrible yeah, in the right, grand right. scheme of things. Yeah. It could have been worse, yeah. And he's that's had, he's had like other issues of too of his military sentences. stuff, and I feel like that's more of a He had to issue. redo it again, but that's not, that doesn't have anything to do with that's the weed. That's not tied with yeah. the weed, though. But yeah. Sai yeah. had to redo his, if you don't know, Sai had to redo his military service. I don't think we put that on the scandalized part, but like, look up that story because it's kind of wild. It is. I, I think it was related to him, um, like, still doing promo or really. Oh, no, he technically didn't do anything wrong. Like, he probably didn't have to, but he did it just to shut everybody up. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have uh, G-Dragon from the lovely group Big Bang. In 2011, uh, let's go with quote-unquote accidentally took a quote-unquote cigarette from someone he didn't know in Japan. And then uh, they would later find out that it wasn't a cigarette. It was actually weed. Um I don't know yeah, how quote, we got quote away accidentally. With this. I don't know how we quote, got away. <laughs> he got away with it scot free. Yeah. He must have paid someone. <laughs> he a lot was of money. coming back to Korea. So when he was coming back to Korea when they drug tested him, that's when they found out, yes, this was weed. Yes. Because I when you go back into Korea, it is interesting because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's not even that you can leave Korea, do drugs legally outside of Korea and then come back. No. When you come back into Korea, you are drug tested. <laughs> Yes, yes. So you cannot just go out and do drugs. And it's funny, too, that it was in Japan, because I'm like, if anything, I see Japan may even be stricter about drugs than Korea. So I'm like, I don't know. It was a party. There's always ways to get drugs in a party. Party time. It's a party. Party. It's party time. (laughs) Party. Um, Party. um, I don't know how he got it. I don't know how he got away with this scot-free. But this did. was 2011. This was like right as Big Bang is getting massively, not right as, Big Bang is massively popular at this point. 
Yeah, this is like, like right before Fantastic Baby too. Like a year before. Yeah, this that. is like oh, right yeah. before Fantastic Baby. Like this is right before he's about to like blow up internationally. Because they were big in Korea, and this is sort of where, like, bits of K-pop are leaking out into the rest of the world. And it's insane to me that, like, YG managed to get him nothing. Not even probation. Just nothing happened. I feel like, why, I feel like Yang... YG yeah, had more power plus back some, then. Some I think had a lot of power back dude. then, yeah. YG, I think, had a lot of And a lot of money. A lot of money and a good and a lot of money. apparently. I think that's Because you'll find as out. we go down that as... You know, the companies change a little bit. They're more willing, I guess, to let their artists kind of out to dry. Yeah. I guess so. Because uh, then we go to the 2014 Mon scandal. <laughs> leaving people out to dry. Yeah. Yep. She was accused of smuggling a narcotic um, amphetamine, which is Adderall, which is not legal in Korea. It is not. She was prescribed it by a doctor in the U.S. legally. And then was trying to take it back with her to Korea, but it is illegal to take, but Adderall is not a legal drug in Korea. Mm -hmm. So she was then detained for that. Uh, Nothing happened with her legally because I guess it was more of a misunder. I think they figured out it was more of a misunderstanding situation as opposed to her trying to sell drugs and like, no, her Adderall reputation got also, trashed like, in korea though and i think that's what really happened her is her public pre- yeah her public like reputation Legally, is, she was fine like destroyed but she also that. never came back to uh 21 post 2014 mm-hmm. she was in that one like goodbye mama, video cl mama performance when yeah. they got no when they got back together for that <gasps> oh one that's right she was showed up there her to be there yeah yep she showed up and it was great and we had that last performance and then she was in the goodbye video and then 21 died. Yep. Really the, kind of sad. Um, the saddest thing about this, only over yeah. Adderall. The saddest thing about yeah. this too is that I feel bad for anyone who has un, who has ADHD or ADD in Korea because I don't even know if they even died. Because I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think they really recognize that as an illness. So I'm just thinking about all these I poor it, kids. I don't know if that's still a thing. There. I think that might have changed. I hope recently. so because that's a. I don't know because yeah. again, I we are not healthcare professionals in Korea. Yeah, we're not. We're bar- we're not healthcare professionals in the U.S. either. We're definitely no. We're definitely. Uh, not. <laughs> I kind of am. But... I was gonna say you're you're the closest. <laughs> if anything, you're the closest. Yeah, but. I am a nurse. But I, so, I did yeah, remember I, reading yeah, a couple articles. I think there are where, other ways of, yeah. like, treating your ADD. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe they have other options for treatment. But I know specifically Adderall. Again, Adderall is not... I'm not going to say Adderall is, like, completely, like, just chill, yeah, you can bring it anywhere kind of drug. Because it is still a uh, countable substance. It's still a narcotic. And it's still very much and people who like, don't have adhd also will take it and like a abuse it for that i can agree with purposes. that um we yeah. all went to college my school in particular yep. stem i don't know i this is just based on my observations stem kids i don't know i felt like we're the most we all were stem ones. kids okay uh maria we all were stem no, kids. my school was a, a very stem focused school though but th- that was just yeah. from my perspective i i've heard that it's a thing too and other types of uh what they call it majors oh no but, anyone yeah. that wants to any it's a, it's a thing in every school it's also a thing in high like schools. kids who are it's prescribed it will literally sell it to other kids which is insane um, yeah yeah especially if they don't especially if they're like the thing that they think that they can get away without it. if they can fu- they if they can it. like function daily function. without it like they will straight up sell it to other kids um mm-hmm. so yeah so i can see why it's sort of almost a restriction on that but again it is a 
it is useful to people that need it, obviously. So I just think that her public reputation did not need to be as trash as it was. No, I, and I think it's like the international audience at that point, um, especially probably like uh, the more the more Western audience. Yeah, like, because I think they were also calling it a narcotic amphetamine to make it sound worse than it is. But as you look into I mean, it, and it's literally Adderall. At that look, point, I think a look, lot of people look, look, look. understand it. I will a lot give better. it this: mm-hmm. Adderall is a nar- that is, if you were to classify Adderall, that is technically how you classify it. That is a narcotic amphetamine. That that is what it is. Technically, they're not lying at that point. But, but it makes no, it, it sound much sound worse. It makes it, it sound like she's sto- It makes it sound like she's trying to smuggle coke or some shit into the country when it's just Adderall. Yeah. You know, it sounds like mm-hmm. for people who aren't in the know with drugs, it sounds like it's much worse than what it actually is. Again, I but just also still. think, that, especially with court proceedings, you do have to sort of. Uh, to give them the to play devil's advocate, you do have to in the media they they could just say Adderall. In any court proceeding, you do kind of have to give it what it is legally defined as. Yeah. So I'll give it that. I just think that it just it it was overblown. But I also think that this is like early K-pop getting popular in the West. I think people were just very like reactionary. I find that a lot of K-pop groups, K-pop fans are very reactionary. No kidding. Oh yeah. So any. <laughs> Okay. Anything to make an idol look good or bad, you're gonna take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think even worse back then. I think K-pop fans were so—I don't want to say moralistic because we'll get to it when we talk, especially about some of our more of these topics that are lower down. But I do think K-pop fans have sort of changed in their mindsets of what is acceptable, what's not acceptable. I do think that we have almost gotten to a point where we don't. This might just be me, but I feel like a lot of older fans, like, back in the day, a lot of people viewed these idols as little dolls. Little perfect But dolls. I also think that was the we point of their companies wrong. to have them viewed as that. No, but that's still that's still what the company puts out. Yeah. But the fans now almost allow them a little more breathing room mm-hmm. to be a person. And I do think that also might be from recent events of different things that have happened, people coming out with different... Again, we don't talk about deaths. We don't talk about people coming out with anxiety and depression. But that's more of a concern now. Yeah. I, mean, I think, before, yeah, Korea is definitely I making think, a turnaround on that, I think, generally as a culture. And also just idols are more open that it happens mm-hmm. and that that's why they're taking breaks or or they are taking breaks to do that. Yeah. So I do think that it almost makes it forces the fans to view them as people, not as the perfect little dolls the company puts out. Because I don't think that there's any change in the marketing in that no, way. Not I just all, think yeah. that there's a change in the is. fan perspective. Yeah. Which I think is good. Because is as good we thing, get yeah. down to more of these lower scandals that are more recent, like 2017, 2020, and all of that, you do view them more as people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good turnaround. Yes, so yes. next we have uh, T.O.P. to continue on. Uh, YG. YG Entertainment. The YG of in it 2017, all. he tested positive for weed, and during this time, he was also in mil- in doing his military service. Ouch. And he received a 10-month suspended sentence. Mm-hmm. I remember when this happened. This was sort of the first scandal that I was sort of very much aware of as it occurred, of these drug scandals. Oh, yeah. As it occurred. Yeah, yeah. And that was a wild time. Yeah, that was really a mess. was a lot. Oh, God. It was an absolute mess. No one fully, because it was also the time where like different reports were coming out. No one fully knew what was happening. 
he was in the military, and then people didn't know where he was for a little bit, and, and then there was Let's a not lot forget happening. a certain formal idol trainee. This, I feel like this was the first we'll big start we'll of get to, that we'll person. Get to she it. gets a section. We'll get to we'll it. Get oh, to I know, her. I know, but she, I'm just saying, this was the first time I heard the of next her. next three of them. I was, <laughs> this was the first time we heard of her ass, was because of T.O.P. That was the first it time was. I heard that's where she. Girl. That's where she is. At least internationally. Maybe within Korea, she might have been connected to something else prior. I don't think anyone cared about this girl. She's not that interesting no. other than when she does to other people well then she sells oh, drugs to other people a lot of other people yeah um she definitely comes so from money though because really what happened with top this is also one of the first times we see that them actually getting uh recently i do think that they are ha- cracking down harder on idols because as you see the further we go down the worse the the sentences, the worse get. The sentences oh get. yeah <laughs> So the next one we have uh, prosecuted. to continue with the YG of it all, we have BI. It's the last YG. BI, formerly of Icon, um, in 2019, he was essentially kicked out of Icon for purchase of weed and LSD from this said trainee involved in the top scandal as well. Um, he's got a four-year probation um, with a three-year jail sentence if he breaks probation. I d- hell his probation's almost over yeah well no when did he go on probation i also i, I also I think his the sentencing was more recent so he probably still has a bit recent. i think the left sentencing of it. was um yeah i think the sentencing was like last year mm-hmm. but um again another k-pop scandal we were all aware of um i want to know what bi was doing on lsd honestly it was apparently so much LSD he tried to purchase, too. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It was a lot of LSD. Was he buying it? My question was, is it like a Costco thing where he was <laughs> buying in bulk? Like, to get a lower rate. Or is so it I'm I, like, no one person can take that so much LSD. I'm pretty sure. Oh I don't I, like, don't quote me 100% on this. But I'm pretty sure I read in an article that he said he was using it because it helped his creative process for writing music. I'm that's pretty sure that's so what he much said, LSD to try He to currently yeah. tried to be like, I was gonna try to take a page from Lady Gaga when she said weed helped her out and do that, and it's like, <laughs> I, you hear that? It's funny because it's it, I wouldn't say him getting in trouble is funny, but like, it's, okay. the so the thing that's funny more... is like hearing about other like musicians, you know, talk about taking drugs to improve creativity. I wonder if he thought that was a great idea, which was a dumb idea. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Uh, I don't. That's just a. I feel like that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But it's, I, th- I something tells me he was trying to emulate that so, kind of vibe. And okay. It's like, oh God, buddy, no. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he was sentenced in 2021 to the uh, four-year probation, three-year uh, suspended sentence, to 80 hours of community service, 40 hours of uh, drug treatment sessions, and uh, to pay 1.5 million won. Which is, oh boy. Uh, why is this only converting this into pounds? It's 920 pounds. 920 if, pounds? So, if someone wants to, no, 920 euros, my Million won, I think, um, is if like someone wants to convert that into dollars. dollars. How much, Wait, how much is the, how many euros was it? Wait, no, sorry. 9,300. 300 euros? Euros. That's about yeah. $10,600 US dollars. Yeah. This article is really uh, not well written. <laughs> In terms of the quality of the English. It's fine. Oh, boy. Um, but yes. Uh, so to re- now we're out of the YG of it all for 
for I think for the rest of, for the minute. So the next one we have is Wanho. Wanho also in uh, 2019. So yeah, Wanho formerly of Monster X. Yes. Um. So this, this one is also a wild story because it's a it was wild also story. Not just drugs. Guess who yeah, comes knocking on the door again? Because, because the same bitch who was involved with the other two do the drugs, but yeah. this girl, the same, this same girl involved in both the top and the bi scandals. So we can talk about her now because now Han it's Han Sohee, former yes. YG trainee, that apparently <laughs> somehow sold top weed, bi weed, and LSD, and also Wanho weed. But the question really is, how did this girl never get in trouble for this, even right? though she gravely she is, admitted to doing all of those things? And she is the one, I think, probably most at fault for all three of these scandals. And, like, what are we doing with her exactly? Honestly, I'm just going to say it. She's probably connected to someone who has a lot of power and money. Period. Uh, I, I how else is she able to buy all these drugs? involvement she has How else is she able to buy this much LSD? She's not making the it's LSD. So, she's getting it from so somewhere. It's so funny. Because with the Wanho thing, she literally just threw out a blind accusation at Wanho. It's like, yeah, Wanho smoked weed in 2013. It's, two th- it's oh, 2019 yeah. when she throws out this accusation at, at this Wanho. Point, at that point, Wanho would have been a trainee at the time yeah. when she would have been smoking with her, by the way. And then, mm-hmm. so Starship, like, panicked and kicked him out of Monster X. <laughs> But kept him on as a soloist yeah. under Starship Entertainment. Did not kick him out of the company, by the way. Mm-hmm. Which is so interesting. Now, now, now uh, one who's X. And also, turns out, uh, last year, he was cleared of all charges. Mm-hmm. So, like, so nothing came the, of what this. What was the point of that? There was... I don't know. I think she just had a real bad grudge against Wanho, I guess. Did Wanho reject her? Maybe. Maybe. Also... Now I'm just making up scandals. I'm sorry. That didn't happen. Who knows? Also, okay, I want to talk some beef about against this... Him. Clearly. Probably. Apparently. I mean, she had to have to just throw out a wild as an accusation. Wild accusation. That. I also want to talk just... about, I read what she wrote for, like, she said she gave weed to B.I. She, like, did not. She was like, see, I gave it to him because I purchased it from this person and then I sold it to him for the exact same price. So I didn't make a profit. So, so I didn't dr- sell it to him. And I'm like, yes, you did. You definitely <laughs> yes, you sold did. him the weed. Girl, is that how it works? She was just the middleman, okay? If there's She's money, if there's money being transactioned to get something, it's you changed. sold him a project. You and I was like, I don't know what you think technically sold is, but you definitely sold him drugs. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that. You literally just admitted that you sold him God, drugs. she's such a troll. Oh my God. I hate her. Uh, I, I'm happy we've sort of gotten rid of her. Yeah. For now. Until God, she she's tries... gonna appear. She's gonna appear this year. I know, and just I'm gonna watch. She's gonna be back. And we'll be like, she's gonna oh, take no. down this year. Who's new and hot and upcoming? Because mm-hmm. that's what she did. Because that's look at this. Like you go from Big Bang to like right after uh, Icon had the love scenario that fucking hit. Then she goes after Bi. Then Wanho becomes the new big thing. And then she goes after Wanho. Who's it now? Who's well, it it's not Illo. I'll remember? tell you that because he did that oh, all on his sh- own. It's Stray Kids. <laughs> he did guys. that on it's his own. Stray Kids. <laughs> yeah. So then we're gonna talk about the last drug scandal we have. This the is last the most notable rec- drug scandal. This scandals. is the most recent. Um, one of the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's Ilhun of B2B, who in 2020 smoked weed one time and got a two-year suspended sentence, mm-hmm. which just seems excessive. Also was kicked out of B2B. Also kicked out of B2B, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Even though B2B, I don't think, is happy about it. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, but yes, that's like it's essentially most of these follow the especially the more the more recent we go like smoked weed and then got a suspended sentence and got kicked out of the group is like essentially the exact same thing that happened. Community service and drug rehab, yeah. And then we're fine. Mm -hmm. So now we go to a very fun topic. This is a very fun and very very this is a very specific topic as well. Um, but it's happened to three different groups, and this is we call all girl bullying. groups too. All girl groups. Should all we girl groups. Yes. Again, all the drug things were boy. Oh no, except for Park Bomb. Yeah. Most of the drug things of smoking weed were boy groups. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like so now I, we get- I'm sensing a pattern here. Just a slight pattern. Mm-hmm. So now we get the quote unquote yeah fake bullying. This to not be confused with all the idols that are accused of being school bullies. No. From when they were children. We'll talk about specific examples later, but most very, of those end up doing this. This is a very specific this is a very case specific. of fake bullying. One of which is still kind of up for debate. The other two, not so much. Yeah. Specifically, the first one, not up for debate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to go into the Tiara one? Because I know a decent amount. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so Tiara is the first one of these that happened and is essentially the same, like, sort of a, for, like, I don't know, format that happened to the other ones so what happened here is that it all started essentially at a concert that tiara was doing in one of this was in um it was a concert in japan i don't remember the exact year it happened in did it happen when the concert, they were doing lovey dovey dovey probably they so. were at like a peak tiara so was at their peak at this time i yeah. think 2010 2011 probably 2011 uh, 2012 2012 2012 2013 is when this happened okay so one of the newer member is Young. she was a more recent member she like got added to the group late and and she essentially got added after tiara was already sort of blowing up and like getting really popular at one of their japan concerts she only performed one of the songs because at the time everyone thought she was injured um, but after the concert, a lot of the other members went on to Twitter or made, a, I don't know if it was, it probably wasn't Twitter, but it was somewhere. And they essentially made all of these posts that were like, there's a difference in the level of determination here. And essentially every other no, it was, member it was of Twitter. the group made a message saying that like, that was alluding to the fact that she didn't participate in the concert because she was lazy and she didn't want to. Um, and because of that, essentially, it was then determined by their fandom and the netizens that all of the other members of Tiara were bullying her. And so what happened then is everyone went into Tiara's past, dug up all of these times from variety shows that they thought were instances of her getting of bullied bullying. by all of the other members. Again, just imagine, just imagine all of those stupid uh, K-pop compilations you find of like two members interacting that they're like trying yeah. to prove something. Yeah, that don't mean this anything. This is all we got. Just picture those, but like blown up to the point where they're trying to end careers. Yeah, and essentially at that point, their public perception as a group like plummeted. Everyone thought they were terrible. Uh, no one wanted they were bad anything to yeah, do with them Yeah, that basically anymore. destroyed their career for the most they part. They destroyed, destroyed their them. career. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially... I mean, destroyed them until they came back later on. Yes. We'll, we'll talk because about. what happened eventually is that what had to happen is staff members, like former staff members of them, had to come out and say that this has gone way too far. 
Um, what actually happened at that concert is this girl showed up late and was lazy. She said she had like a bad knee or like a bad leg, but she was walking around fine, showed up the day of the concert and said, I don't want to perform or anything. All of the other members had to re-choreograph the entire concert without her there. Yeah, I'd be and pissed. Essentially I, as a member, I would be pretty pissed. I would have been mad someone too. Someone decided and to pull that unless they had like a legit like but it's, reason yeah. to yeah. be there. But this is also, I think, why you don't, especially post this, you'll find that K-pop idols don't really post much on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This is why. Oh, yeah. This is why K-pop, you will never get the tea out of a K-pop idol for reasons like this. And, like, essentially what she said, she said, she kept, like, requesting, like, oh, I need a wheelchair. But then they, she took her to a hospital in Japan. They said she was fine, but, like, maybe had, like, a swollen ankle or something. And then she goes, oh, but I want to go get my nails done while everyone else is out there preparing for a concert. Oh, my God. And essentially a lot of other staff members also came out and said that she was not at all bullied if anything, she was a detriment to the other members of the group because she yeah. came into this group that was already popular, did not have to work for the popularity at all, and felt incredibly entitled because of it. She also has a big thing where she has a sister who is an actress, mm-hmm. and essentially she started sending really nasty members to, or messages to one of the other members of Tiara and was essentially bullying her constantly instead. And it's like, okay, well, if you're saying that you're being bullied, but now you have your sister bullying back another member of your group, like, that's probably not a great look there this at is, all. This is just so much petty bullshit blown up. It's because a, so famous. much petty bullshit. Yeah, it's a lot of petty bullshit that and I It's such a girl thing to do to do this of kind K-pop of groups. mega mind shit, too. Because this kind of, because the shit that I hear from these three. Well, three groups. Just, like, reminds me of some people that I went to high school with. I'm just like, what's the fucking point of all again, this? You know? Not that, again, camp-up idols are normal people. Yeah. Anyway, this happens to any People are petty. At all, and I do think this is probably happening in K-pop girl groups that, or K-pop groups generally. Every day. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The other thing oh, is yeah. that Tiara would not make a comeback until 2016. Mm-hmm. Because of this. Four and then in years. 2016 was when all of this started to come out that it was all bullshit. And they gained a bit of popularity back. They were able to do, I believe, like three comebacks? They actually won that? a music show, too, after that. They won a music show with that one comeback, and they were able to do a few more things. But that it ended up killing Tiara because they never... They were never as popular. They'd taken four years off. The industry had completely changed by the time they came back. Mm-hmm. And now the group is disbanded. Yeah. So in a way, it didn't fully kill them. No, but good, it definitely but it did. Absolutely, like it's it's like that's kind of the bad thing about all three of these is all three of these happened at like a really bad like I think it was almost purposely happened at like when they were hitting a peak in popularity or having a comeback. Not so much. Not so, not so much, much AOA. AOA, but AOA I think was on like a slope back up after Queendom, yeah. and then it just got hit with the the Jim and Mina stuff. And April was definitely yeah. on like a really good trajectory when that stuff blew up as well. Yeah. So, because the next uh, instance of this occurs with AOA. So after AOA was on Queendom in 2019, in 2020. Uh, there begins to have a statement from a member of AOA, former, now former member of AOA, Mina, who comes out and essentially accuses uh, Jimin of bullying her for 10 years, essentially the entire time she was in AOA. 
she was bullied by Mina. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other members just were not helping. I don't think she fully accused them of doing I think it was more of a, like, a bystander type thing, if anything. A bystander anything. effect? Yeah. Yeah. She just accused her of being very angry, screaming at her, doing all these other things. There's very long statement that she made. And, which has now been taken down. Mm-hmm. And then that then caused, like, AOA to, well, Jimin would then leave AOA and post an apology to Mina, which most people thought, oh, that's the end of that. Everyone's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. AOA's done. Yep. And then Mina cool. just couldn't keep her big then mouth shut. Mina will <laughs> continue to bring it back up multiple times. Mina will continue to bring it up. Which then makes you times. go, huh, Always. what's actually going on? Yep. But then in 2021, Dispatch, of all places, <laughs> coming out here, uh, essentially comes out with these, uh, I don't know how they got access to them, but these text conversations between the two of them. And they seem very friendly. You get that they are just apparently very, because a lot of this occurred post- um post Jimin's father passing away and Mina was like just uh reaching out to her to comfort her for that but these do not seem like text messages mhm well and plus all these texts were occurring while the scandal was dropping and it turns out that these did not seem like the text messages of someone who was being actively bullied by this person for the past decade no not at all and the thing is is that jimin very sounded like she very much sounded apologetic in every sort of response she was making to mina and mina was just like essentially attacking her with things that she was saying like here's all these horrible things you did to me and jimin is like i really like don't remember that i'm like really sorry for it and she just like would not let up on a lot of yeah Because, again, it is un- it's not fully known how much of this is, like, it's possible that, like, Jimin did do a lot of things to Mina that are very not great and possibly did bully her for a while. But just the response back and forth just seems like it's not as cut and dry a situation as we previously thought. It very much seems like, like, Mina for a long time was, like, just not in a very Fair. good mental state generally. Um, and I think maybe she was like that while she was still in AOA, and then after leaving, I think having time to think about it maybe made her even more bitter about it, and then just sort of continued to attack, like, mostly Jimin. In a way, afterwards. this isn't necessarily as much fake bullying as it is just, uh... It seemed because it, it doesn't seem like anyone is correct. Yeah, no one doesn't seem because to be. it also did seem very much like pro Mina, anti Jimin, and the rest of AOA when this stuff first came out. But mm-hmm. in more recent re- like revelations had come out that say it's very much more of like there's more to both of those sides than you think there yeah. is. And if anything, people I think I and it's, which is fair because I'm like Mina's mental health. If anything, because I'm just kind of like you, you yeah. know hap- if people are moving away from a se- if, great. I don't, I'm trying to find the best way to word this, but, like, you know, when trauma happens to someone, 
it, it can still hurt Again, years later, know but you know, people try to move on over time. They don't just try to go yeah. back into it and like not necessarily. Dig it, I don't. But... I don't want to also invalidate possibly what Mina went through at the time. No, I'm not saying what. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. That's that all I'm not saying. I'm not we saying as Mina. A bystander. No, what I'm saying is that we as a bystander will never know what happened. Yeah. And we can only get it from these snippets and these very, very publicized statements. These very rehearsed apologies, these very, like, these apologies that probably went through eight people and a lawyer. Oh, yeah. And also this this stuff that is leaked otherwise. So <laughs> who knows what actually is happening? We will never know. I just don't, I just think that villainizing one person and the other person is entirely a saint. Probably wasn't the best idea. But then again, I also don't blame people's response to the first allegation because... Because at the from, time, it did seem like it was the, really bad. Do, yeah. Yeah. You do the best with the information that you have. I mean, if... And if the only yeah. information that's being given to you is this person sucks and they are apologizing for being a terrible person, then... Where where am I being led to believe? Right, no one right. is defending themselves. And like we had absolutely so no idea of any other viewpoints other than that. So yeah, because yeah. I don't I don't even know if the other members were. I don't necessarily blame. I do think maybe the reaction might have been very like overblown. But who's to say? Mm -hmm. And then there's the other members of AOA who were dragged into this. It just seemed like a very confusing situation that like all ended here with AOA still because Jimin's out of FNC. AOA is in shambles. Mm -hmm. Although Jimin is starting is to make a slight comeback, though. Solo comeback. Solo, apparently. But I'm talking AOA the yeah. group. She AOA she group dropped that gone. SoundCloud song that yes. was essentially yeah, uh, it's, it's directly talking about this entire situation. Exactly. So Jimin is apparently fine. Hopefully fine. And we'll probably be hearing more from her, but I am just curious what happens to the rest of the members of AOA. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at this point, uh, them as a group, I just don't see them coming back from this. Oh, no, group. that group is I, there. Done. There's absolutely no chance anything's happening with AOA anymore. I mean, like, that I is, mean, they're ruined. If anything, I feel like this story in particular really shows how at least how easy it is to get on a band bandwagon of just a little bit of slight information you get. And then exactly. like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, I, I think that's like a good reminder of like being careful condition. when you stories like this kind of come out. Cause it's kind of like, you're only getting, you probably oh, are no. getting truth, There's but it's a lot also of people part of that it. I've seen yeah. that were very reactionary. I mean, we saw people be very reactionary yes. to the opinions yes, we about did. the story. We did. We've seen <laughs> that. And it's just, it's a hard, it's a difficult topic because at the same time, if it is true, you also do not want to support. It's it is a wire that you are trying to to walk mm -hmm. when you're dealing with this kind of story. Is the next group so you want that... to move up to the most confusing one of all? Yes, yeah, so this one I feel like I need a whole. This yeah, is April. Um, so what happened with April? April is super confusing it is it's very confusing so what happened originally is that so they have a forward member named hyunju she left originally because she said she wanted to pursue an acting career um then in february of 2021 someone posted in an online forum who claimed to be her brother said that the real reason she left was because she was being severely bullied by the other members um and not because she wanted to pursue acting 
And so, uh, lots of lots of lots of things have come up since that. Both posts there from Hyunju, her supposed brother, brother, the members of April. Like there's I think been, it has come out that that was her brother. Yes, there has also I just think, been I think the most information available about this one than I think any of the other two cases because they we really got statements from been. everybody possible with this one. Oh please! Uh, literally anybody that could have released it. There's like eight. There was a member everyone. of Ajax who released a statement about this for some reason because he felt like he had something to contribute to this, which honestly didn't say anything. It really was just that, like, it did I don't say know. that he thought Hyunju was like pretty awful of as a person to deal with. Um, is what that Fair. statement said. But so what happened is essentially. They wanted specifics afterwards, and so they kept bring. There's yes. these a couple of specific things which are very just petty drama things that she keeps pointing to as like severe bullying. One yeah. of them includes someone taking a thermos that was hers by accident and using it, and that apparently made her really upset. Um, another one includes someone wearing a pair of shoes of that were hers by accident. Those are the two I see a lot brought up. And then, essentially, someone had to post, like, a manager just posted a picture of their dorm. And they're like, this is the floor of the dorm. There are, like, a hundred pairs of shoes here. And also the thermoses. And it's like, there are, like, 50 thermoses here. If someone took one by accident, like, it it could just happen. No one was doing that out of, the like, other out of spite. Is, the other thing is that uh, Hyunju left April in 2016. Mm-hmm. April debuted in August of she left in October 2016. April le- April debuted in uh, August of 2015. Within that time, April's lineup changed a bunch as well. Originally, uh if a lot of people don't remember this, Soman from Card was in that original lineup. Oh yeah. Oh there yeah. Was so much activity <laughs> oh going gosh. on with April at this time. Like there were members leaving, there were members added. There's a lot going on. Um, Hyunju also went on the unit in 2017 as well, and, and she won, got I'm pretty sure Unity. won that show. Yeah, she was in Unity till 2018, mm-hmm. and it was just like it was a confusing situation because at that point, also, uh, uh, I believe Nayeon from April was also then accused of being a school bully. Yes. It, from when she was in, I believe it was middle school? High school? And it's, because Nan is not that, Nan is not that old, so it was probably school. middle school. It was elementary school. Oh, elementary school. It was elementary school. Um, oh my God. And then that has recently all just been withdrawn legal accusations. Mm-hmm. Like, the person came out and just wrote an apology. And then, and then DSP uh, withdrew DSP legal withdrew action. legal action. Yeah. Um, and now the, like, it, interesting because like the there are lawsuits involved yeah. and no one's able to provide evidence but also there were charges of defamation with uh, the charges of defamation going brother, both directions but that was like but the the one against the brother have been uh dropped mm-hmm. but also dsp still claiming that that is only because they that was dropped because the police believe that he believes he's telling the truth that he is not knowingly defaming them right right he is unknowingly defaming yep. them. huh which i don't know it's all the, uh, of this is what? Still going. 
it's just, it's just all of this is still happening. it's so confusing okay. is clear and i think what's really happening is like what's been happening and what really kind of broke it from blaming the members of april for like being bullies and everything is that for one they released therapy records from like very far into the past of a couple of the members of april where both of those members again, were i do not think that we should like that you should i should not have access to therapy records for a bunch of teenage girls no but that, that, that was like a questionable a decision terrible thing yeah but they that were we essentially the to um, these teenage girls there saying records. that both of them were incredibly stressed by hyunju because she was just seemingly so unwilling to like practice and just be in a k-pop group in general that it was ruining their entire group dynamic um and then the fans have tried to paste together a timeline of when all because of these honestly, events have happened. Let's be honest. The timeline is maybe eight months. Yeah. That this, or like a year and a half. Yeah. We'll get, like a full year and a half that this could have happened. And what happened is, as Hyunju's statements get more detailed, the more statements she released. And because of that, the fans have figured out that the timeline that she's saying these events happen does not it does not add up at all. You know what and you're saying like, that reminds me of? Things that she's claiming have happened were when they were not even living in a dorm together or a lot of things like that. You, so know, yeah. you know what this reminds what me really of? broke it down, too. This is a little bit off topic, but this reminds me of the certain true crime cases where the people who claim to be not guilty give way too much information. Too much detail. And then it comes off as, like, too much detail again, as an indication of lying. Again, so this is kind of like what this is reminding me of. anybody is correct i'm not gonna say that anybody that none of this happened because there's probably nuggets of truth in every statement but it just seems like i mean there are parag there are like paragraph long statements from everybody yeah like the amount of statements that were given so from literally anybody even tangentially involved in this was is a lot there's a lot to read mm -hmm. through for it yeah, you can you can dive into this, but we just gave you the cliff notes version. Mm -hmm. It just seems like a compli a, a situation that has gotten too complicated. And I think what this is not what this probably boils down to is they left a bunch of like early teenage, teenage girls. girls together in a dorm and they were just having like petty conflicts normal with the normal teenage girl like petty conflicts with each other all the time. Because they and also, I mean, when you add on to the quickly. pressure of, like, you know, being a K-pop idol and everything, I'm sure that just massively increases everyone's, like, oh, yeah. anxiety and worsens and everyone's mental that, like, health, so. These kids are living by themselves in a dorm room. Yeah, exactly. With no adult supervision. Mm, yeah. That seems yeah. fully oh, yeah. That seems like a total great way for drama to start. Oh, yeah. Such a great cesspool for drama to start. So that was fake bullying. I think now we get into some. More I think we're in a more relaxed. fun. We're in a more fun. Let's get to the fun section. Dating between idols. Guys, we got to talk about the. Dating we got to talk about the idols, dating. Specifically, dating idols, dating other idols. Yes, not yes. Idols dating other. A non, a non celebrity. People. That's that's a different. That's different. That's, a different, that's different. We'll talk about that later. We're gonna talk about idols dating idols. 
And also Inkigayo sandwiches, because that is the funniest thing. Literally, I remember this was such a meme on the internet. Inkigayo sandwiches are not a scandal. Inkigayo sandwiches are a a funny thing that we now know about. Yes. Mind you, I hate who we found this out I know. It's really Who was it? Was it? Oh, Sunray. It was Sunray. Oh, my God. How ironic. On a retrospective, it's really terrible. Like, horrible that yeah. that's the person so who outed that a lot of, so an inkigayo sandwich for people that don't know is that essentially in the i don't know if this also happens in other places but in specifically like the on music core sandwich or mu- something like that core, but inkigayo sandwich is more fun and honestly mm-hmm. i think that sungri can probably only speak to inkigayo because yg artists don't do many music shows this is correct but it's possibly who's to say if this happens other places but apparently during this is how idols get each other's phone numbers that essentially they are placing their phone numbers in a sandwich and giving it to the other idols in the Inkigayo cafeteria which is the only place that they can all be to get in the same place it's like a pen you know what's the best thing about this sandwich too and they're all like exchanging numbers and that's how you got to get your number to the girl or guy or whatever i really find it fucking funny too that it's an egg sandwich as well at their cafeteria it is an egg sandwich of all sandwiches it's an an egg egg and jam crab sandwich is very which again i feel like that is a that is either a delicious combination or a disgusting combination and it is it is it has to be good everyone says it's good um i mean everyone does say it's good but i feel like if you give it to somebody they're gonna think it's such a bizarre combination of things to put in a sandwich but that's not so yeah besides the point here yeah i mean fish and eggs go well together but then you add in the strawberry jam and that's where you lose me a little bit i'm like i like that that's what we're judging is the quality of the yeah. sandwich not so much the fact that, that you like, put your phone number in a sandwich in the plastic wrap and then give it to the idol that you like and i guess that's how idols you know start texting or did at least i don't I, I, mean, I, mean, so I mean i'm sure there are start talking i'm sure there are other ways they do this as well but I, oh, it's just a fun probably. tidbit that adds i to think this that's section. just probably i mean for the most part i think idols are really interconnected now and they're able to have uh, friends mm-hmm but I think that this also just helps with, I guess, a lot of the idols that are in groups that aren't necessarily in the same orbit. This if is you true. Will. Yeah. So now we're going to go through very fun, specific, mostly recent examples of different idols that dated. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of which some you may have forgotten dated. This is correct. Yep. Yep. So the first one is Taeyeon and Baekhyun. That's like a pretty, like pretty well-known one i think it's one of the biggest ones when you talk about idols dating idols it was taeyeon and back it's also one of the ones because i think there's been a massive shift in how people react to idols dating because when they came out as dating it like ruined their careers for a hot second it was really bad for both of them because mainly because of just fans going kind of crazy over that sort the of fandoms stuff. um yeah i think the yeah, fandoms I are definitely this one. more recently much more open to idols dating than they this, were in the past for Taeyeon and beckyon i remember about the paparazzi dispatch as photos of them like supposedly I mean, kissing I feel like dispatch used to be like the big one of like revealing idols dating and now they don't do that anymore mm-hmm. i guess they just kind of gave up on it or something. Well, no, I think that they're now just using them as a way to get them onto their stupid concert thing. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. that's probably it. Just, you know, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Come do this. Do this now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so yeah, that was 2014. So that was a while uh, ago. Yeah, it's. I th- I'm pretty sure it wasn't an easy point. ride for Taeyeon. I know that. I know the. Oh, Taeyeon was destroyed. In a lot of these cases, I think the female the has women it, get the it women have it a lot harder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now not so much. It uh, it depends. Oh, one, I think on like the fandom and also like who specifically it is. A lot of the time. Also, um, uh point to be made we are not going to talk about hyun and on here we will talk about them later yes we have they are in a completely separate set. that's a, a whole different other yes, yes. situation um, yeah that's a whole other can of that worms but we're talking about ones section. that mainly don't end at the end of all careers mm-hmm. uh so another one that a bunch of people i think would have forgotten about oh yeah this is, one uh, soul hyun and zika this was a thing they dated this was a thing <laughs> this was a thing this was a thing in 2016 but i felt like it was in only August for like a month 2016 though. it was short Ish. It was, it was not yeah. that we long. Don't, we yeah. don't know how short it was because we only know that they are dating in August of 2016. We don't know for how long before that. This is true. But yeah, so then there were photos of Solhyun getting going into Zico. That's apartment. like the funniest thing to me with this one is that Dispatch got so many photos of Solhyun thinking she's sneaky going into <laughs> Zico's apartment. <laughs> when really she is and out she's in just the like open. Out in the open. <laughs> It's like, girl, not put a mask at all on. discreet about it. Come your face. Oh, no, she had a mask oh. on, but you could tell you it was You can definitely her. tell that it's her. Big-ass sunglasses. And she was just, like, running in. Mm. She also had those and a hat. Because what's she really funny it is it does look like she's trying to be discreet, but, like, failing at it a lot. <laughs> but also, she is in a well-lit... Yeah. She's she's in a well-lit street. Mm-hmm. This is not... This is, these aren't the bushes. But, like, this was both, like... This was when, um... Block B was still like doing that was before the AOA did fall apart. This was uh this was around AOA's uh what's it called good luck period. They were still all together. Like it was a good time for both of them. This was mostly because they only dated for a few months and then obviously broke up because of quote unquote scheduling conflicts. And I do think because they were more like they were older idols too. Like no, they were older idols. Not opposed to it. They had a different. They also have a different uh fan base at that point. Yeah. Yeah that was like more okay with this this was mostly i find ignored like yeah i think a lot of people interested forget in it. about it yeah, yeah. but p- no one was like boycotting block b because of no. this but I i'll tell you i don't think it affected no. either of them that much but it also it also did it was also so short enough that this did not like mm-hmm. coincide with either of their comebacks beckyon and taeyon did date for a longer period of yeah time. yeah did. So who knows? And speaking of um, couples that we will remember all around the fucking world, Jenny and Kai. Oh God, I remember Reddit on that day. I remember this because so insane. We were so (laughs) we. I was on a Discord call when this dropped, Mm -hmm. and we were flipping out. Oh my God. And it's even clear. Oh my god. Maria, you were there with me. I know I was. We were having a time. I was like, holy shit. Me and Maria were reacting to this in real time on New Year's. But you know what's funny though? You know what's funny? 2018 into 2019, and it was wild. I just gotta point out though with Kai. The weirdest couple. Kai is the one of the few people that I know who has dated two idols. Because he also dated Kai Crystal, Crystal before yeah. this. So I that's interesting. from FX, but like that Kai was... did that. Weirdly, that, that one also, also didn't do much. That's also very forgettable. Like a lot of that people... One was that was forgettable, but this Kai's, wasn't. Kai's relationships are really forgettable. Yeah, Honestly, I think this was also forgettable. Like I... I, I forget feel, I feel, Jenny and Kai. I feel apparently. like people are going to remember they also because broke one up of us like Jenny. by the end of the month, though. They were they Fine. were they, they also did not. The they month. dated they like three months. 
barely because they were mainly just in Paris for that one for that like one weekend. Yes. And then apparently we're still dating and then broke up like a month that later. That did not last and long at all. really there is still the debate of were they ever really dating. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those couples where it I'm like. It was probably just like a fling. They had maybe not. Interest. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe they hooked. Either maybe maybe they uh maybe YG and SM were like yeah no take a picture together it's fine or maybe they hooked up once in Paris who's to say we'll never know they did apparently take pictures we will literally never know but in Korea but who knows I don't I yeah because there were also images of her getting in his car but like I would be surprised if some of these were staged for the paparazzi oh no I think some of these were and some of them were yeah I believe that uh Solhyun and Zico is such a weird combination I do not And think also that was with like though. the amount of like literal pictures they have of Solhyun um <laughs> running, running into, into his, his apartment, apartment I think that, that was probably can't. real so I really love really thought she the had that thing of a brain the, the funniest girls ever I love it honestly good she for tried. them I hope that they were very happy together and then these two, I don't know. And then, of course, the I say probably the knows. biggest one of recent years, for sure, none other. Con oh, Daniel and Gino from Twice. So many dick jokes about so Con Daniel. Happened... I've never seen so many dick jokes in my life about. So him. this happened in 2019. In August, a lot of these happened in August. I've just realized. The summer, which is I tell weird. you, the summer brings out the summer lot. months. Damn. This is when everyone's they having all a summer fling. To. I guess <laughs> they have. I they dated for a bit. They dated for a few months. They dated for year, like I, feel I like. think a year. It was a while because at some one. point people forgot they were dating. I honestly forgot that they I d- forgot were they were dating until time. they broke up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot they were like, dating until like we saw the news article that they broke up, and I was like, oh yeah, they were I'm dating. Huh. They didn't. I'm like, they were still together. Mm-hmm. And there were but so like, many yeah, jokes. That's another random couple. My favorite thing were the jokes of <laughs> Kang Daniel asking his agency, agency about yeah. what, what is our statement. And by you, his agency is himself. Oh, yep. yes. Those are he great. Is the CEO of his own company. And then, What's it's our the whole, and then the whole thing about what maybe, is our And then the whole thing about his Daniel name being Daniel, so he got the D. So, so many dick jokes from Daniel about him having a big dick, allegedly. I don't, I don't care. Know. I don't care. Uh, but honestly, I never saw was... so many dick jokes about honestly, an Honestly, these two then. couple, these two seem like they got weird energy together. I don't know how. I, I don't feel. fully understand that one, but you know, I guess good for them. I don't know when they met, but like, whole, I hope that they were very there happy. Was the whole thing and too. then they again broke up because yeah. of schedule conflicts. That's really what everyone breaks up for, supposedly. Is everyone breaks conflicts. up for schedule conflicts. Well, it, it, I it think it's a nicer about these two is that there was the whole thing where she was visiting him in UN Village. I think that was right around the time Beck Young released his song UN Village off of his mini album. Just gotta say, small connection there. So I think that was a whole thing. It doesn't it means nothing. It means nothing. It probably, means but nothing. It's just funny it to is me. It's a place. It's ironic. It is just a place. It's ironic. Again, before we start another rumor, Beckyon didn't know, guys. Beckyon did not know. He definitely did not know. But I just find it so funny. Beckyon did not know. I just find it so funny. Before we end up with another K-pop conspiracy. Oh, and this one. Also, another, another. Let's just do the other twice one. Another twice dating dating thing that we brought in here was guys. Remember when he chill and Momo date? That was a thing. That, was, <laughs> that happened that in made, 2020. That was so weird. What the that fuck was, was so that? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> was so weird. Hicho likes younger women. I can't get over I guess, how weird confirmed. it is. Because <laughs> I want. It is so yeah, weird because like, I remember for the longest two... time people thought he was totally gay. People, well, no, people still think people that. People still think it, and um, then apparently he's yeah. People still think it, and 
and he was dating Momo, which is fine. I want to just point out that the age difference between Heechul and Momo is 25. What's 25 minus 38? <laughs> uh, 13? I thought he was 40 13 then. years. Oh, yeah. No, he's 38 now. So uh, oh, wow. they are 13 years age. apart. Yeah. She is. Can you imagine um, one of us dating someone that old? Dating a 38-year-old? No. I just can't. Uh, I, I just want to point that out. Not, again, totally legal. It is. You can do what you want. Age is a number. But want to point out, uh, he was 13 years her senior. They also had a, a couple of like very bizarre interactions on like Weekly Idol and everything before that that are like... <laughs> The lead up. That questionable people, now that you look questionable at. Questionable now that, now that once you realize that they dated for a little bit. Again, I'm not trying to say anything about Heechul. From everything I've ever heard about Heechul, Heechul is very respectful of female. Like, he's a very nice, like, nice person from oh, everything yeah. I've heard. Like, at times, things can come across on camera, especially when you're playing things for jokes. Mm -hmm. But from anything I've ever heard about him, he is very... And he does maintain a lot of very good relationships with female idols. This is true. So that has to count for something of, like, he is all of... You have all these friends, like, one way or the other. It seems like everything is fine. So I bet you they were very happy. And so the last one we have is that 2PM's Nick Coon dated Girl Generation's Tiffany. Oh, God. That's 2PM and Girl Generation dating in 2014, like peak of their powers. God. Like, Jesus. And you know what's- It brings what... me back to that that CF uh, thing. Oh, God. Oh, God. The one at the yeah. bay. What was it? The, the one, um, I don't know. Whatever. The, 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 the water, water park, park one. one. Oh, yeah. That was you know great. what this also reminds me of? That one Mama Award show where, like, I think- Tiffany's talking about the awards and they just keep cutting to Nick Young multiple times. I know. They just keep cutting to Nick Young. He's just like, hi. And Nick Hoon is just like, like, I have no reaction. Leave me alone. Yep. That was also a cute couple. That's cute. They seem They seem, that seems like a cute one. Honestly, it's just like, looking back at old couples that like broke up, it's just one of those where you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Everyone's dated everybody at this point. Everyone seems happy at the time, and there were no hard feelings. It so supposedly seems from again. We taught we only speak of the information we have. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do a quick. It's called girl group idol because turns into um bad girls club in a figurative sense. Not really, actually. Um, but I don't mean the bad girl. <laughs> Irene, Irene from Red Velvet had a scandal. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's in October of 2020. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. You okay, let Maria? Maria? Let's let Maria, let's let Maria r- calm down for a second. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. That was a bad analogy. That was, a, that was an interesting that was that was shit. Lucas, made. you're free to cut this. Um, it's going to be Thank fun. God. Anyways, I might continue, keep it in Sammy. the podcast for fun. Keep it in the podcast then. Oh, my God. That yeah, was a bad he, analogy. Lucas can cut uh, that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue, Sammy. Please continue. Say something else. Stupid. So, um, in October of 2020, a stylist posted a post on her Instagram explaining about an idol being aggressive, rude, mean to her. And from she never mentioned a single name in that Instagram post, mm-hmm. but from context clues, hashtags, people kind of figured out it was Red Velvet's Irene. Yes, yes. And like most things about SM, 
uh, no real statements were made and everyone forgot about it and we all moved on. And it and was nothing happened. Also, when that happened, multiple other people who work in the industry supported the stylist and was like and made oh, similar yeah. accusations against her. Where it was like, this is not a one time event. Like this is like a, a common occurrence here. Mm-hmm. But we just SM again, just kind of makes one statement. We kind of waited like, it out. Essentially, is what SM did. That's the SM way, man. The SM you just wait out like the scandals. Makes, you don't really do an apologies. They make one statement acknowledging that they know this is happening. Mm-hmm. Wait it out, and then we've all moved on, and nothing really of substance of sus of substance happens. Because apparently uh, she's not a bitch still, anymore. Still going. Still going. Well, she said she said she did self reflection and everything, so hopefully that means she actually learned something from it. But again, like we'll never know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Again, you know, real SM self reflection means that you never come back. Yeah, like look at other look at other SM idols who are in current self reflection. Sungmin is self reflecting um, from Super Junior for I don't even know how many years now. Sungmin's been self reflecting in Super Junior until the self reflecting. He'll never come back. Having a wife, essentially. On, so. Yeah, on being married. Yeah. Being married and He's apparently using marriage, writing a pet name on fans' cards. Yeah, that that was know. not a great decision. Should it have cost him his career? No, no. that Should was he have done that, it? a lot. That was a dumb. That was that's, a dumb scandal. That's also I don't think something we have on this. Uh, do we have? I, I don't, don't know. think we'll talk. He he might be in. I don't know. I don't think. So. I don't think he specifically we got on here anywhere. We, I think we do have idol dating fans, but we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the consistent lazy scandals. Yes, that yes. A bunch. We only have three examples. I'd say allegedly lazy a because lazy. a lot of it's kind allegedly. of like, is it actually Again, lazy? Again, it's called the K-pop lazy scandal because people just keep calling these idols lazy. Uh, I have three. We have three main examples Yeah, it'll here. essentially happen to at least like one idol. Every group, like, they have a comeback. Someone will point Mostly out that someone groups. is not having like a as much a good, of a good time i guess yeah these happens three often. examples are really the ones that i think became uh situations yeah that like people were like on the lookout for because usually that stays be- within the fandom of that group where people are like oh yeah this person seems to be kind of off this comeback yeah which most people end up calling them lazy within the fandom you just kind of feel like they're kind of off like they're either not feeling the concept just, or maybe most they're of just the time, having i a- think now because the fandoms are so aware of like mental health and how hard they yeah. work it's more so of, like they're just like really exhausted these days exactly yeah which so, I, yeah, uh, the main one people talk about is Jenny from Blackpink. Yes, yes. Um, so that stemmed from a very, I think it was a concert. Yes, in it was Korea. A and what happened yes. here? And I think this is the one where I think it's probably the most evidence to support that maybe this really was like a lazy problem. Was that she seemed to lack energy and just like During- really. Any sort of stage presence and want to be there in a lot of the black pink performances at this concert. But then when she was performing her solo song solo because she had released it at the time, apparently seemed to be back to normal and fine. Um, at the same but it was concert, apparently, or is it during at the, the same concert? The same, same concert. concert. Okay. And so it, the same concert. So the question was like, you're obviously clearly putting effort into your solo performance, but can't be bothered apparently with some of the like black pink like group choreographies yeah and this really sort of happened all throughout that year like really it was all of uh like 2019 blackpink era 
2019-2020. And it's one of those where it's just like you you can everyone was debating about it. This isn't really a scandal. But it was just something that everybody was talking like is she really lazy? Is she just always then you always have the constant thing of like everyone is sick and I'm like okay you can't have the flu for 18 years true (laughs) like you can just again if it's anxiety it's anxiety if it's uh mental health it's mental health if they are having a bad day you can have a bad day who knows no one is sick. it could have been her just deciding to reserve her energy for her solo song for whatever reason or it's just the fact that they're or the fact that they're tired of performing the same four songs yeah yg maybe teddy park should not be their only producer on music. Not... Oh boy, oh, I can go on about God, that, but we don't need we don't need to go into that. that talk about that, but also uh, Lucas edit this out. But also, you could you could tell me Teddy's been dead for four years, and I believe because <laughs> he's made the same song eight times. Honestly, honestly, you told honestly. me Teddy's <laughs> Teddy's been dead for four years. Fair. This is a fair point. But this is happened. Yeah. So this was like this is like the most major lazy scandal because I remember that there are like. You can still find them, but there was this very big compilation on YouTube of someone oh, yeah. comparing Jenny from, like, 2017, 2018 to Jenny in, like, 2019, and there was a there was a stark contrast. And you and can clearly tell, even got, without the comparison, that some of the choreography, she is just, like, not trying. Not, like, just not well, barely doing she's anything. she's in a group choreo. Yeah. It, she's not giving it what the other girls are giving it. Mm-hmm. And again, I can almost under like I can understand being somewhat disappointed, especially if you're not getting any statement from the artist, especially if you're paying money for a concert. Yeah. To pay that much money and concert tickets are not cheap to pay that much money for someone to seem very unenthused to be there mm-hmm. kind of has to suck, especially if you don't have an, an, any kind of explanation as to what's going on. Right. And like no one's really made any, no one really made any statements about this. It kind of just kind of faded. Again, like anything in K-pop, you fade, let it go away, and then she's fine. Another Jenny scandal came and replaced that one. Mm-hmm. But there have been other K-pop girls that have been in the same scandal. Uh, the two main ones I remember were Yeri from Red Velvet, especially during the like Power Up and Bad Boy. It just the examples people kept putting up were just that she was sort of very out of sync with the other members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was noticeably out of sync. Mm-hmm. Which is, f- again, it's one of those where I don't know if it's lazy or if she just wasn't getting the like choreo down as well as the other members or what that was going on. But that was one that very quickly, like, another error happened and she just apparently improved and everyone was very happy for her. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is also just the added thing of just like some people are not as skilled dancers. I as think your other that's members. the that's, that's my true. opinion. I think on both on the Yeri one and on the next the, one with Leah's, I just don't think the two of them are that good at dancing. Like I don't think it's them being lazy. I just think is, they don't uh, or they're not as good as dancing yeah. as the rest of the other members. Yeah, they're not. Because the other uh, member is Leah from Itzy, especially during the wannabe era. People pointed out that she was just not hitting the moves like the other members were, and I'm like. There are people who are less strong of dancers. I just, K-pop yeah. choreos are not the easiest. Maybe for and some like, reason Leah's, that choreography, she just didn't some pe- vibe with. Yeah, yeah and Leah's their main vocal, too. Well. And I'm like, I just think she's just not as strong of a dancer as everyone else. Like, I don't think she's purposely not trying. I think she is trying, but she's just not as good as the other members in this choreography. And like, 
and it just can be like this one dance for some reason it's not sticking as well as and then the next comeback they'll be fine again the wannabe choreography seems like it's kind of difficult too so yeah so I don't think a lot of a lot of these were much more minor than the Jenny one, but I just wanted to point out that it's not just Jenny that gets these accusations. There's other people that do as well, and really the same thing happens. You ignore it, and it kind of goes away. Also, the <laughs> lazy accusations I see tend to focus on females and males for whatever they do. reason. So this not is quite true. Uh, why, it's but, the sexism. Uh, yeah, it is the sexism. The sexism it's of the it sexism. all. Just want to point that out there. It's too. The sexism of it all. <laughs> Uh, much like every, much like the big problems of like slave contracts and everything, we're not just gonna put a blanket statement over sexism. Oh yeah, in K-pop. Yep, yep. We yep. already did racism. I can't also do sexism. Yep, that, that's I mean, a whole that other. Is also very much a thing. You're gonna have here, to go into. We don't oh, have yeah. time to Asian even society to go, go into that. Yeah. yeah. You have to. It's a whole. That's a whole other separate. Moving video. along. Anyways. Moving. Moving along. Yep. Uh, the most interesting. We're gonna talk scandal. about a topic that we have. T- Eh, not necessarily. Well, I, don't know, for me. I think that this is just again. I'm just exhausted of talking Fair about enough. this because we've talked. <laughs> B and Kayla have talked about this. I think in four separate episodes uh, on the multiple. channel. Multiple. Um, so many. If you're new here, uh, Kayla and I did a full month of produce and produce adjacent two full, content. Two full months. Two full months. Two full months plus of this. two extra episodes. So like it's a two yes. and a half. Two months, and a half really. months. Of full produce and every single episode, I think we brought up this. So we're talking about the produce 101 voting manipulation scandal situation. Yes, yes. And also, tangentially, the idol school scandal, which is not voting manipulation, but got dragged into the entire investigation. It's all the same. The MNET voting manipulation, really. Yep. So um, essentially, what this is, is after the airing of Produce X, um, a month after X1 debuted, uh, an investigation was made into the voting systems that they were using in the finale, and it was found out that uh, the votes are rigged for Produce X. And after that, it set- prompted them to then go back to previous seasons of Produce to see if there was any rigging in the voting happening there. And it turns out there was back to season two of the show. So every single season of the show involved Everything vote rigged. rigging except for season one. I mean, essentially, are what we happened sure? is that do we know for sure season one was not vote rigged? We I'm know, pretty sure I that they believe, would have. I'm pretty they sure they would have they figured it out in the investigation. Yeah, considering we like have it. an actual list that... of names of people who were affected by it, I think that they would have figured it out if they it did wasn't check season the one. season one. Okay. And honestly, it's either that they didn't, uh, they did it so well, or I feel like season one was also edited very well. All the seasons were edited to get a certain result, but they like extra. Oh yeah. Plus the fact that season one was such a proof of concept, I don't. I don't even think, think they would. They I don't about... even think that thought came to them at that point, like what they could do to that group to really yeah. rig Vote, it anyway. Mm. Plus the fact that yeah. I do think that there are people from that first season. That if they wanted to vote rig it, would have been vote rigged in. Yes. As opposed to yes, other yes. people. Fair so enough, I yeah. do think that that season was mostly f- like, again, there's the always the legal manipulation of editing and everything else. Mm-hmm. But in terms of illegal manipulation, I think we're good. Yeah. So this is essentially a bunch of Mnet executives and showrunners had a part in that. Um, not only that, but a lot of higher level executives from a lot of the K companies apparently were accused of sending in bribes to the Mnet showrunners to help their own trainees on the show, and they 
confirmed that there were executives around us, uh, Starship, Willem, and AD Creative that all participated in that. So that's fun Woo. that we had also actual K-pop companies involved in that. Everyone was involved. It's a massive scam. The, the thing, the thing to the, the thing that makes me the most pissed off about all this, besides like you know, trainees getting screwed over and having this attached to them, is the fact that it, it was fraud because people you had to pay to vote. People and had your to votes pay. Didn't yeah, matter. They why. took your fucking money. That is the only reason that this that is illegal. That, that is the much. only, yeah. the reason, only reason, reason that they that these people went to prison yeah. is because technically it's fraud. Because it is not illegal. To, again. It is probably, I don't know how the illegality of the bribes were, but in terms of uh, the public, the illegal part of this is that there was a contract and everything else that they were, you had to, one, you had to pay to vote in terms of subscriptions and texting and all of that. And two, they told people that they, again, it's that social, the contract of like, yeah, you have the power. That's why you're voting. That's why you're paying. And it's people like, well, lost that's a money, lie. essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all a oh, lie. They lost money. So that's why they people actually job. went to... That's actually why people went to prison. Again, it probably wasn't that much money. Plus right. the fact that if you're paying right, that right. much money for an idol for survival, idol show, survival show, yeah, um, you probably have a lot of money. Maybe but... look at your priorities. <laughs> or look at your priorities mm -hmm. of your life. But that is illegal. Yep. And it should be punished as such. Yep, yep. Uh, the sad thing is also is that a lot of the actual trainees who were on the show when this manipulation was happening, specifically, mm -hmm. I think, in Produce X, a lot of the trainees were also aware that, like, suspicious rigging oh, yeah. was happening on the show because they would – they'd confirm that some of them did interviews and they would talk about how – you know, I'm not going to make this group because only one trainee from our company can make it in this group and it's going to be this other kid. Like, there was a yeah. lot of talk about that in the, the actual the other thing, in the show. The other thing with this voting and this rigging is just that you can very clearly tell as time went on with that show that it was being rigged because mm -hmm. they got so blatant with it as it went on. They didn't care anymore. That's why Produce X was the shitstorm that it was was because like they finally were so c almost cocky with it that they didn't even care to like cover it up yep because if you looked at the voting numbers they were so perfectly like separated that you're like what how did this the happen groups, that's not uh, statistically possible because i watched um a lot of the seasons of korean produce specifically live when they aired and the groups continued to like the final groups the winning groups made increasingly less sense the longer as it went the on the seasons went on um because to just go over some of the idols who were affected especially the ones who were rigged out of the group right at finales back home from new west got rigged out of wanna one i don't mm -hmm. know why specifically that needed to happen and who got put in i think there. it was it might have been i think that it, they only wanted one member, one of, member of new west, of new west. Yeah. That might be that, that could have been a pletus thing, or that it was a pletus thing. That, but if, I don't know if that was a pletus thing, or that was a they didn't want two members of one group that's, to like. So yeah. then they could still push Go the with group that. to still do stuff. Not that that's might, why I'm thinking it might have been a pletus thing. thing. It could have been an Mnet well, thing. Because well, yeah, if it was a pletus thing, I can see it, it being a been pletus thing, thing because pletus wanted like USW to exist while like the other another member was busy doing like one on one, like double dipping essentially. Or they were like, we already have one member of US in this group. We can two. just get another member from a different company, which will expand. Because, again, you're only going to get – the newest fans are already going to be in because of Minhyun. Right. I want to know why we picked Minhyun over Beko is the question. I'm Also, JR not even being there. And also, is JR. Like wild. It's but wild <laughs> to me. Yeah. 
Um, but then again, yeah. who knows about how the back end manipulation was happening anyway with right. the votes? Because with, with, like, all the, the bribing votes. and everything. This isn't even too. the between the bribing and also the fact that we realized that every single vote was manipulated. Oh yeah, it was manipulated. It's not the some, finale another, vote that was manipulated. Because a couple of kids all like of them um, from other groups got rigged out in like the first couple of rounds too. So yeah. like the rigging wasn't even happening right at the end. It was happening in every round of the show too. So you really don't know if it's just if. Again, if trainees that had been kicked off were allowed to stay, would they have gained the popularity to be in the group? Mm-hmm. This these group you can say all these people were rigged out, and in a way, yes, they were. They were very blatantly uh, hurt by this. But all the nameless kids that got out in like round two, round three, that like possibly could have made the group, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Plus the fact of Kayla and I have watched every season of this show. If you watch a se- the seasons that are not rigged because you can't rig the China seasons and you can't rig the Japan seasons because the Japan seasons were after the rigging thing was already happening and the China seasons, I don't know if you want to play with the Chinese government. Probably not. Genuinely. If you're going to... Not yeah. for that. Not for that purpose. I don't know if you want to play. Yeah, you don't want to play. Um, so you see how the voting works on that. And it's very consistent. The lower tiers of the group, like your... 10th place your ninth place your eighth place that changes a lot Mm -hmm. but your one your two your three that's like your stable of like three or four boys and unless something drastic happens usually it's that stable of three or four boys that your boys or girls um that you're looking at and that just keeps changing order Mm -hmm. because you look at like your idol producer we knew exactly who was going to be in that group Oh, yeah. We knew exactly who we're going to... Like, the seasons you watch, you can tell who's going to be in the Also, yeah. so I found an, I found another article on it. Apparently, there was also rigging in season one. It was just in the first round, though. It wasn't right at the end. So there, there was two trainees who got affected in season bit. one, but, like, it was early in the show. And I think that might have been not because they were planning on rigging. I think I saw that was, I, it that was they something, were planning on rigging the entire yeah, show. I think there I think was they probably something else involved with that. those two trainees. Yeah. Um, in 48, um, who got, so there's two members who got rigged out at, right at the end of the finale, and that's, uh, Chowan, who is now in Light Sum, and Kaun, who was in After School. So I many people were pissed have, about that, I remember. I have theories as to why, and it honestly isn't, shouldn't be that surprising, but the two of them do not fit into Eyes One's concept at all. They don't. They're, both of not them are way too mature for it, and I'm pretty sure they rigged them out to put in two cuter members, and that is all that happened there. And on it, which is and interesting though, with the produce. It, what's her name? Not not Colin, the other one, Chowan. Chowan. Lightsum's concept, if anything, is different yeah, than I, what I thought Chowan was. Lightsum's concept is now Eyes One, one but, but also they don't. Spite. Yeah. But also, that's a spite situation. Yeah. And also, I don't think she fits the Lightsum concept she does, right yeah. now. She really so it's kind of ironic. She is she not being not. put in that. So it's yeah. kind of ironic, honestly, because she ended up doing the light. Now we have the, the big one that the had a lot of people. X had a wild oh, three in the finale, but also a bunch more before the finale. Um, so the ones who had rigged out at the finale were Jungmoo, who's now in Gravity, um, Jin Hyuk from Obtention, and then Kim Donghyun. Who I don't know um, if he's doing anything recently, but I don't think it so. was a lot. I didn't follow Produce X enough, really, or and we didn't also get enough of X One to really understand no. why this happened. I think the Gravity Kid got rigged out because they already had two Starship trainees well, and they yeah. did not want three. Um, 
And I think that's the I same mean, that's thing that happened with the Uptension kid as well because they already had one member of Uptension and didn't want both of them. I don't know about the other kid, um, but I think that was probably the logic for the two of them. I can see that. But anyway, that was um, really bad on them. That's why oh, yeah. we don't have produced anymore, but we essentially have produced still with Girls Planet because um, it is producing a wig. It took them, I think, like two to three years to like, let's take a break from like voting based survival shows with new trainees. And then they were right back at it again. So lovely for yep. them. Well, we have our then, that last category, which is oh, a very no, you want to do the after school thing. Really? The after, oh, idol school. Idol oh, school was school, um, sorry. It was not as rigging intensive. The only thing that the investigation really one of the biggest things the investigation sort of brought up was that. A lot of the girls on the show were very poorly treated um, during the filming of the show. Apparently, they were given very bad living conditions. Like, And we're talking about like not enough like clothes or like food during the filming of that show. Which is like um, really So it was like up, basic honestly. like human needs like were pretty bad. So now we're on to the K-pop babies. So many babies. That's our, la- this is our last topic. The too, fun one, I think. Episode. I think it's fun. So the fun one. Babies. The best one. Babies. Yep. So we're also just going to talk about the major K-pop babies. There's not a, there's not a lot of, active. there's not a lot of babies to begin with. There but... aren't a lot of K-pop babies to, for idols who are still a- a- somewhat active. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So I think the most major newest baby is Chen's baby, Chen of EXO. Uh, in January of 2020, he announced that he was getting married and also having a baby. Yay. Hooray. So then in April, he had his first baby. In October, he enlists. And then in November, he announced that he's having a second baby. Yep. <laughs> so the man is busy. Clearly. Very busy. In more ways than one. Hey. Hey. But also, uh, <laughs> when he returns, that baby will be too. Yes. That, well, Do we know if he's like, living he at home or not, going. though? So here's, he's not. here's he's the thing not. is because he's, oh. he's not because they I think they would have specified if he was living from home because when Min Hwan enlisted, who we're going to talk about next, Min Hwan, they, every news article about Min Hwan said that he was enlisting under a special program for fa- like fathers of fathers, small children, young, essentially young, toddler children who are under, I believe, the age of three. Yeah. If you have a child under the you age can of three, commute. you you can you to can be with have your family. special program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you can and go Min home Juan at night. is definitely under was under that. I think he's out of the military now, but I think he was he was definitely under that when he had right after he had his twins. So twins. Yeah. I think they definitely would have specified it for Chen if it was happening. Because I've never seen a single article saying that he is also doing he's commuting. that. Because I don't yeah. understand why they would leave that out if he was. Unless it's something that like is being kept a secret, but I also feel like that wouldn't I don't know if that's because I feel like that would also be public record. Granted, yeah. his, oh, yeah. I think because his it spouse, is military his based. His spouse though is not like a. I think uh, she's I think not his a spouse non-celebrity. Is, yeah, so that yeah, could but be he why. himself is far. But also, he himself is far more famous than the rest of these people combined. That's true. So this is yeah. true. Like I think he has, if he wanted to, I feel like SM could pull some strings to get him to be with his family. Yeah. If that is just not what's happening, but who knows. Um, yes. So then we do have uh, our our next baby. Yeah. So our next baby is from um, Minhan and Yulhi, and I do think that them and their children specifically have been a really, really 
big important part of normalizing idol both idol marriages and like idols idol having babies. children and families oh yeah they're great so they started dating in late uh 2017 and then essentially very soon like in early 2018 got engaged um and then in may of the same year 2018 announced that they were gonna expecting a child and then they would have their first child in october of that year and then soon after, they actually joined the cast of the show, Mr. House Husband. And for people who are unfamiliar with that show, it's essentially just uh, celebrity families who go on that. And then they show them and their lives and mostly them like doing household chores or like taking care of their children and stuff like that. So they really went through a lot of like early days of like raising their kid and like and their just relationship in general. On oh, their that kid show. is like adorable too super their cute. kid is their kid so is cute super i cute. love them. So and i think adorable. the fact that they were so willing to be open with their relationship and oh, yeah. like the struggles they were having and all of the stuff that they were learning and i also think that it it helps that neither of them were like the most massively popular like um no. min juan is the drummer of ft island like he is not out here being no the, and then the front man of anything you'll is is you remember famous be, by being uh having a kid with min juan and I think the two of them are the two of them are definitely more famous as a couple and because of their family than they, than they ever were. were as an idol. I mean, again, FT Island probably more famous, but also, but also people Minhuan don't know the, the name drummer. of the drummer yeah. of FT Island. They know, they know, they know the, the lead back is the That's drummer. That's what they know. They know the lead They know singer. Honky. Yeah, they know Honky. Yeah. Yeah. Honky is FT Island right now. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, but then, but yeah. after that, they in August of that same year, they announced that they were expecting a second child, and then pretty soon after, found out that it was going to be twins. Yay, so twins! They and the twins were then born in that February of twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. A lot of kids under. Especially oh no, he fully because Minwon had to enlist like a couple weeks after February. the twins were born. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the, the he immediately had to leave because it was one of those where he is at like the age where he has to enlist. Oh yeah, he he was put it off as far as he could. Definitely. And now just has. At least he's allowed to commute. At oh, least yeah. his kids will like they're still around. Dad. They did leave. He, I, um, when Minhwan had to enlist, they also left the cast of Mr. House Husband. But I'm pretty sure you'll he is pretty active on like YouTube and Instagram and everything. Oh yeah, and no, she's they very also, no, she, with, like, she's still very her family active. Life and yeah. everything. Yeah, they're very open with that. There's also still continuously on shows. They'll still appear sometimes where they just give you uh, updates about the twins and mm-hmm. those twins are also adorable, adorable. Very cute. they're so too. cute good genes in the so family cute. good genes in the family yeah very cute very sweet kids i love them i i adore them and then so it's then like i do have... think like that was they were definitely one of the biggest parts in helping to because i mean with all of these I think other it just sort of desensitizes yeah you. because they no were the first like one chen had his baby announcement after them but because they were really the first ones out there and then they were mm-hmm. so open about everything um is that i think it really helped with the reactions to every idol after them who announced that they were you know getting married or having a child yeah i think it helps to like desensitize the community to this i think that like much like dating then marriage and because again i think that first gen there were so few idols and like so many of them are like just stopped being in the industry now Mm -hmm. that like now it's like these second gen idols they're getting on in years guys yeah they're gonna all start getting like a lot of them are probably already married and like we just again who knows how many secret families are in this industry probably a lot 
Probably but, more than um, we think, for sure. With this mm-hmm. and, like, these third-gen idols, the second and third-gen idols, like, they're getting on. They're in their 20s. They're going into their 30s. Some like, of them they're are gonna start closing in on 40. And having, yeah, and a lot of them, you know, on 40. biological clock's ticking. If they want to have a family, they're going to probably try to do that I mean, not so much with the... I mean, the thing is with the women, like, they all mostly... Between the seven years and anything, they're all out of the industry before that they really could think about True, but for family. certain... And these guys can have children into their 90s. They could, so but... Also, it's much easier to be a younger parent than an older parent because of energy and whatnot. Who's to say? From what I've been Who's told. To from say? what I've been told by relatives. None of us have kids. True. I want to point that out. None True. of us have children. We are talking out of our ass. A lot of the second gen idols specifically also left the industry to start a family. To have as children. Well. Yeah. And then we have uh, our lovely boy Bobby. Mm-hmm. Who announced in October? I oh no, in it was August. Sooner, yeah, in August of 2020 that he was engaged mm-hmm. to a non-celebrity mm-hmm. and having a baby. Yay! Yay! And then in September, uh, that baby was born, and it is a boy. Mm-hmm. Yay for Bobby! And what's yeah. also He's getting married? It's very cute. Um, he is getting married and has a child now. He is yeah, also so still active in Icon because Icon has had a still. couple of fan meetings recently that he has attended. And so, he has been there. Yeah. yeah. Good for so him. So he is still going to continue to be an icon. Uh, Min Juan, again, also was involved in the. Uh, oh, yeah. Min Juan uh, also FT still Island in comeback. FT Island for sure. Uh, you'll he not in Laboom. I think Laboom, she left Laboom before. Um, yeah, before the child she had anyway. to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I think she. I think she and might have so, gotten pregnant while still in the boom, but then obviously I think yeah, then leave. left one. Yeah, the I think that's why she left. Yeah, yeah. But that is how it do right. be. That's how it be. Yeah. So the next so one, our second to last couple. Yeah. So we have Taeyang and Minhyorin. Minhyorin is an actress. Um, the two of them have been publicly dating for a really, really long time. Oh, they yeah. met in 2014 on the set of one of Taeyang's music video and have been dating essentially since then. They were also married. They had a very, they had a very long, because most of these idol relationships seem like we only find out they're dating right before they get married. Yeah. We've oh, known no. They were dating They were for dating a for a long yeah, time. Very public. That's like one of the most like just well known relationship, like public relationships in K-pop is the two of them. It's one of those where they were together for so long you forgot you they were together. Yeah, but they got married in 2018. Um, and then this year uh, he left for military service. He left for military service, <laughs> and then uh, a lot of that goes yep. down there. Uh, and then this year in December 2021, announced that they were accepting a baby. I think that one's also a boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yay. Baby. It's so yeah, it's funny to me that cute. this is the most like newsworthy thing from Taeyeon of everything in Big Bang. He's the Taeyang one that's is a good Taeyang hasn't done much. <laughs> he has Taeyang been the cleanest. Because it's so different from his image for a long time as like an artist. I feel like his they... image was always, hey, I'm the Christian. Taeyang I'm the is good, no, good I feel Christian like they, boy. I feel like they gave him in Big Bang. I feel, well, that, but also like in his Compared music. Compared to the members of Big Bang, who several had drugs and one no, of them I felt like they person. tried to give Taeyeon like a hot kind of slightly bad no, boy. No, Taeyeon was always the good Christian yeah. boy. 
He was always the good Christian boy. Like the one at least how I always perceived him. Maybe compared to the, the other members, yes. But I also felt like it's it was funny a that this is. It is very Christian funny boy. looking at it on retrospective that this is where Taeyang is on the scandal iceberg and where all of the other members of his group <laughs> fall on God. the scandal iceberg. God. Well, Again, we'll talk about one of them extensively next I, we'll month. Talk yep. about, I think all members of Big Bang are here. So we got three of them oh, now, Lord. and then we're going to get the other two. So Woohoo! Woohoo, indeed. Because mm-hmm. um, one of them in particular Woo-hoo. sure did cause a lot of um, We'll get problems. there. Yeah. We'll we get there next week. More. Yeah. More Anyways, yeah, one more. Yeah, we got more. one more man. Uh, so we have, this is the most recent K-pop baby that we know of, and this is Chan Sung of 2 p.m., he is was dating like a non celebrity for a very long time, which we've known about. Mm-hmm. And he uh, recently announced in December 2021 that they are expecting a baby, so they're getting married. Yay, marriage! Mm-hmm. I always find that a lot of what pushes these idols to actually f- finally get married, the even if they've been together for years, except for Taeyang, who apparently is just Taeyang is good Christian. He's boy. a good Christian good boy. Christian he got boy. married and then had a kid. <laughs> Waited till marriage, obviously, mm-hmm. is to have is to get pregnant. Yeah. Which again, if they've been together for a very long time and they all seem happy with their people. Yeah. Yay. And marriage. those are the K pop babies. And babies. Those are the K pop babies. And that will any of them be idols in ten years? No. Probably These not. people will never let their children also be Probably idols. I don't think so. They will. I don't Probably think not. that's I'm pretty they sure they will Taeyon, never be Taeyon. There will never be a second generation K pop. Taeyon baby. for sure has I think she has said like no. straight up like no, I'm not letting my kid do this. No. He's not doing that. Bobby's probably not gonna let him be an idol. Chen probably. I don't think any of these kids are going to be honest. I don't think that it's a necessarily. I don't an think that will ever happen. Recommend to their children for sure. No. Will that will that be their rebellious stage? Hey, I'm going to be a trainee, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, no, damn it, no, yeah. They're like, no, I'm going to sign to this K-pop company without your permission. Just just imagining like Taylor, and then they're going to be like, K-pop we're going to like force SM you to go to SM Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like we're going to force you to go to acting school instead. You can't be an idol. No, you're going to be a doctor, damn it. <laughs> you're going to work an office job like a normal person. Not do what I did. You'll be just as miserable, don't worry. <laughs> but you'll be fed. All right. So that wraps so up that tier was... one of the scandal iceberg. That was very fun. It was. This we is got probably going to be the more most of these coming for you. Fun. Seven more. Mm -hmm. The topics of this one is more light, I would say, overall, compared to everything else. Not necessarily. We did start with racism. Oh, that's true. Oh, the next one. I think we're gonna we're gonna hit a low in terms of like how dark we're getting in generally with next the tier two, and then it's gonna be and it's gonna be more varied since then because some of the lesser no one known ones are kind of just like stupid and fun. Some of them yeah, are so more important. So for people but... that are just listening, uh, our next tier is just covering Burning Sun and everything surrounding Burning because Sun. Because there's so much to Burning Sun and it involves so many people. that Because so... we'll be here for there's... two hours just talking about We've just really got to break just it down Just on the you. K-pop subreddit alone, there's like at least 30 some odd mega threads on Burning Sun. Oh, which yeah. is insane. So, so we're going to go through, we're gonna go through that. that. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break it down with and honestly I think it'll be good because we're gonna break it down with like a good two three years of uh retro a retrospective if you will mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna look back on Burning Sun and not have an in the moment reaction yes so. yes God 
That'll be fun <laughs> in a way. It's time for the. I don't the know what else to describe it as. I think, it's, I think it's time for someone to do it. I don't know how many people have really gone. I into think. It, I mean, there's a void in the ether for someone to break down Burning Sun five years later. Here we are. Here we are. It hasn't here been five are. years. We're here it's to been do like it. It's like three, three years. or four years, maybe at this point. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something like that. Either but way. But yes, we'll be back next month with Burning Sun. It takes up an entire tier of this iceberg. Um, we'll be back next week with a lighter episode. Very, don't worry about very that. Very much a lighter episode. Uh, this will, you will one week of every month will be taken up with the scandal iceberg until August. So heads Whoa. up on that. Hooray! Um, but if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcasting platforms, we also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes. And special to this episodes, these episodes in particular. Lucas is actually making like a fun um, sort of like video essay version of each of these. It'll be like a shorter edited down version, but will contain a lot of articles and like relevant videos to the stuff we're talking about. So we'll also, you also get that as a bonus just video um, every month along with the scandal icebergs. Um, and if you're listening to us on YouTube and are seeing us from there, we are also available on all of the major podcasting platforms. And we also have a Instagram and a Twitter, which are linked in the description of every episode. Neither of which we use. Don't use either of them at all. I don't think I've used the Twitter in hey. or months now. But hey. they start hey. that up again. I make one promise. Mm-hmm. I make one promise. If, because I cried about this today. Uh, funnily enough, this will give you an idea of when we recorded this. I watched Bad Buddy episode 11 today and cried for five minutes. So if uh, they don't end up with a happy ending, I will rant on Twitter. Oh my Fuck God. it. I'll make that promise. <laughs> if there's not a happy ending, we're starting a tweet thread. Oh, my God. And GMMTV will be hearing from my lawyers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if they're not happy by the end of this, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll make that promise. Yes. I'll revive the Twitter to oh rant because okay. we we really none of like you don't use either of those, but they're there if you want to follow them. So if you want to see Sammy's pos- Twitter, see if tw- Sammy goes on a Twitter rant, go ahead. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. This will be this will be weeks out of date. By It'll the time be incredibly this out. out of date, but it's fine. But like you can go back. If I Twitter ranted, they did end up with a happy ending. Yes, yes. If it's fine, it's fine. They better end up with a happy ending, or I will cry more. Oh, mm-hmm. I already cried today. Yes. Yes, yes. I'm very invested in those two. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys uh, in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.